Anchor FM is one of the best ways to make and distribute your podcasts. Their online creative tools can allow you to make your podcasts from home and on the go. Anchor will also help you get your podcast sponsored with no minimum listenership and help you make money while doing your podcast. And distribution is the easiest thing ever. I've used many different distribution sites. Anchor so far has been the best. And they can get you on every major distribution site out there. They can take your RSS feed, whether you're creating a new one or if you're just moving a show from another platform, sign up for Anchor at anchor.fm now. And when you get there, Make sure you pay attention to everything they tell you to do, and they'll help make your podcast great and help make you some money. Again, head on over to Anchor.fm now. Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Wide Man WrestleMania Review. I'm TD. I'm here with Big Nate, and we're waiting for the arrival of Mr. Robinson. Nate, how are you doing tonight? Doing good, doing good. Traveling to a destination right now. So if you lose me, then uh, overlook me. I'll be right back. But for now, doing good. Uh, just finished up NXT about a half an hour ago. Normally NXT only runs until 1030, but tonight it was still 11. Actually, it's 1130. I'm late getting Yeah, you're breaking up on us, big Nate. We may have lost you. Anyway, when Nate returns or when we can hear him again, we'll get back to that. Um, we're going to go over the card tonight, uh, match at a time, get to our thoughts and uh, predictions. We've got some uh, possibility for some classics, and then a few which might be some classic stinkers. Hard to say. You never know with WWE. Sometimes they pull it out when you least expect it. If Tom Robinson was here, that would be a joke for the ages. Um, Apparently, I never watched it, but the other boys did. So apparently NXT was a wonderful show with some really good matches. So I may mention that for a bit. But as usual, the WWE seems to have gotten it backwards. And uh, their uh, junior show, if you will, or junior wrestlers, if you will, has apparently raised the bar quite high for the big boys in uh, putting on quite a show tonight. So we'll get into that, too. Um, we should have Nate back at any minute. And tell yeah, us what's you got expected. me? There, we've got Nate, Nate Bush back. All right, I'm back. I'm back. Sorry about Return that. Return of the Bush. The uh, West Virginia Mountains don't want to cooperate, but I would already be where I needed to be, but NXT went a little long tonight. I was able to hear you, and you were co- completely correct. Great matches tonight. Uh, NXT really set the bar high, as they seem to do every time there's a takeover. Seems to happen with quite a bit of regularity, and I, I don't know. You almost wonder if they do it on purpose, but then you got to wonder why. <laughs> it does well, tend to take away from the supposed way. big show. but Well, look at it this way. NXT... You know, you hear the rumors, NXT loses money, but they're getting the next generation or the next group of talent ready to come in and make the money that they lose. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? I'm, I'm quite sure that in the business model, um, they're losing money is all accounted for, and the return comes on the other end, hopefully, with 
uh, you know, it makes some superstars, and it and it's already made. Um, I saw today or yesterday it was that uh, people like uh, Becky Lynch, who doesn't really get used much on television, and yet uh, apparently she's selling merch like she's a Stone Cold oh, yeah. Steve Austin apparently, and her lineup for the whatever it was, I guess it's what WrestleMania Access or whatever they call it these days, was the longest yeah. lineup in the bunch and. Well, you know, that's how they get their money back. They, you know, they invest on the front end and hopefully they get, you know, uh, five or ten years of prime uh, career out of these people and they and that's how they make their money back. I don't think that. And look, at it, this way, and look, at, it, and look at it this way. When you get guys coming in to the main roster, you've already got them established. You don't have to worry about trying to create new stars or worry about, Oh well, you know we're gonna have to give this guy this. They just come in and they do their thing. Now sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But I think that's a risk that you got to be willing to take. And they're developmental by doing their developmental. They're actually smart in they're taking guys away from potential competitors and putting them in their developmental. I'm quite sure that the bean counters are all over that, and yeah, there's a acceptable loss for it to take, yeah. because if there wasn't, they wouldn't have it. Exactly. That, that, that place is, that place is, you know, it's, it, everybody talks about how, you know, it's run by Vince's madness, but the business end is not. They've got shareholders no. to answer to, and except board of directors, et cetera, et cetera, and that thing needs to make money, and as long as it is, everyone is happy. So, you know, they, they, I'm quite sure that $20 million is all figured out into the big picture. From if a, not, then they from really a, need a kick. Wrestling, <laughs> wrestling from a creative standpoint and wrestling from a business standpoint are two completely different standpoints. People want to yeah, we're not uh, about the creative. We're not talking about that. Bill Watts or Jerry Jarrett or Jim Crockett owning a, you know, a promotion, uh, you know, a, Back in the 80s, you know, the, the business is, it's a business. WWE is a business unlike any other wrestling organization ever. And that's why they're the only one left. And that's why they're the only one like it. That's that's right. Nobody can hold a candle to them, even the other ones who pretend that they can, like New Japan, for instance. I won't say New Japan pretends that they can hold a candle to them. New Japan is... To me, New Japan and, and WWE are competition against each other. You know what I mean? Uh, like, they're product-wise, they're similar. Business-wise, they are not. I don't think New Japan makes no. anywhere near the money that the WWE makes. That's all I'm. That's all I'm getting at there is that they're as far yeah. as the money goes. There, think, there's nobody else like and them. And I think. And I think. Um, I think most WWE employees and higher ups actually like the fact that New Japan is a thing because. Without New Japan, you wouldn't have your Shinsuke Nakamura, who potentially could be the new champion. You wouldn't have guys who really got over and honed their craft, like, you know, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows, and AJ Styles was over there for a while. And a lot of guys came through that became big, or big stars in WWE, whether it be today or even in yesteryear. Chris Jericho needs A competition is always nice. Uh, yeah. B, even if they use them as a feeder system, which they do to some degree, except maybe for the oh, bigger yeah. Japanese stars, 
because most of them won't come to the America, but or a lot of them don't want to. Um, you know, it's, it plays its role in the big scheme of things. Yeah, it does, and you can't argue with that. And WWE access has been really showing up on my my feed. I've got friends from all over down there at Access, and I've got friends that are you know I'm reading all the stuff online of what's going on because you know uh, I went to WrestleMania a few years ago, and honestly, the most fun you have is everything but WrestleMania. And I'm not saying that Mania's not good, but. But getting to do all the things that you do while at Access is part of the fun. And, you know, that's a thing appropriate, in my opinion. Well, I'm thinking, you know, like I saw, I know people from, uh, you know, our circle that were headed out there like on Monday. And I'm thinking, okay, by the time you go through the week, and maybe you go see an indie show, and maybe you go see NXT, and you go to Access and all that stuff. Doesn't it by the time it actually gets around to tomorrow, aren't you, like, pretty much had enough? No. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm just not, I, 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 I would be, I would be a pro, like, the card would, it, it would have to deliver. Because if it didn't, I may have seen something else during the week that caught my fancy more than that. Well, I mean, don't get me wrong. Um, I picked a good mania to go to. Um, I was in Miami for the first Rock Cena match. Uh, the Undertaker and Triple H in the cell. So I had some. Uh, I had a okay, yeah. Well, those are worth. Those are one of the like when I look at this card right now, and I think Thomas should be with us. Well, he said ten minutes, so he should be here shortly. When I look at that card right now, the only thing that I haven't seen before. Really, to me, it's the kind of the what I call the celebrity type matches, you know, the, the Rousey angle thing, where that's, you know, I don't know what that is really. If that's a match or if it's a it's publicity. Know, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, I mean, like Lesnar Reigns. Okay, we've seen that before. Not saying it couldn't be good or won't be good, but we've seen it before. Um, well. AJ and Nakamura we've seen before, but not uh, not at WrestleMania, mind you. But well, here's something you got to look at. Um, WWE when they when they come out with, with WrestleMania, they're they're trying to put together, at least I would assume, the best possible matches that they can to sum up at least most of the feuds that are coming along. Now, this Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns thing has been going on basically kind of on and off since um, WrestleMania 31 when there was a winner. And, you know, their match wasn't bad. It wasn't wasn't bad, the one they had. But Roman and Brock have been in the same ring this year, just not one-on-one. Yeah, I'm... What I'm kind of getting at is it's not necessarily that these guys aren't capable of delivering a good match, because I'm sure most of them are. It's just, yeah, WrestleMania used to have that one or two matches that it, that were the holy F moments. You know, like, okay, I never yeah. thought I would see those two guys go. You know, not in a million years did we think we'd ever see this match. The holy crap, we're going to. They don't have one of those this year. Unless, um, they're, unless they're effing with us with the Cena... Undertaker thing, and that they got something planned there that we don't know about. Well, we'll we'll get into that when Tom 
jumps on here. I've, I've heard a couple rumors, but uh, Otto oh, here we go. Sitting, right, with me. Thomas, you're on board. No, this is Jack. This is Jack um, from uh, I'm in, halfway in between Chicago and St. Louis, and uh, I'm, I'm calling live from New Orleans. Hello, is anybody there? I thought this was a wrestling show. It's New Orleans, Louisiana. It's WrestleMania season, and I just came from Progress, fucking NXT, fucking Ring of Honor, Supercard of everything, and you assholes don't even want to say hello? Oh, fuck me. Hello, oh, hello. How are you doing tonight? I, I have a... Uh, I took a moment to come to my room, and I had to put a picture of Okada on top of my bed like a mirror in some people's lives because Kasahiro Okada is probably the next best thing. He's, I heard that Marvel Comics and, and the movie edition is going to replace The Rock with him because he's such an awesome guy. And um, every when he brushes his teeth, Meltzer gave him five stars because they're so good. He, he gets, he, he flosses, and he gets the bristles, and they go to the back and everything. But um, I have a chance that I just wanted to start for, is this the show with that? With the, the know-it-all TR, the, the guy Tim who hasn't watched wrestling in 20 years but says fuck it, I'll talk about it anyway. And Nate who's still stuck in fucking on the wrestling observer but hate Meltzer. Is this that show? Yeah. Yes. I have a chance ready for you three fucking assholes. It's 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 it goes like this. Baron Corbin. <laughs> Baron Corbin. <laughs> well, I have you know that I actually don't mind Baron Corbin. So I'm I'm on board with that. Cheers, God. I think that was pretty good. Okay, I'm out of here. I got, I just, I'm on, I got such a hard on for the Okada. I got to do some business, but anyway, take your next caller. Well, there you had Scott, ladies and gentlemen, who is apparently Hello. unaware of female wrestlers. Uh, and has a thing for hey, hey, you guys, you guys there? Thomas, how are Yo. you tonight, sir? I tried to come on. There was a block on. Really, we got a call. There was a there was a block called online. I was trying to get through. I couldn't hear. All I heard was something. It was it was so loud it came through the the, uh, the whole button and something about Okada. Just, uh, I don't remember. Well, we just had Waldo <laughs> phoned just now. You know, where's Waldo? Ah, okay. okay. Or at least he sounded like he sounded like that guy anyway. Or maybe the well, guy hey, uh, uh, from the beginning of uh, the uh, Hot for Teacher video with Van Halen, who I guess was actually <laughs> Waldo too. By the way. <laughs> Well, that's great. I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that we got we're starting to get some fucking uh, traction out there with the uh, with the really smart fans out there. It was mostly hate, I think, but that's okay. Hate is good too. Hey, I'll tell you what, where do we get the hate sometimes? But uh, who? Well, you what you do. Nate gets well, the hate. You know, He's kind of a hate man. Nate hate. Nate hate. It rhymes. Nate Hatred was a hey, buddy of mine from season yeah, that could be a There's another character. Hate Nate. <coughs> they hate me because they ain't me. That's why. 
Mm-hmm. Perhaps. So anyway, Tom, we were just getting to the old uh, uh, WrestleMania card, but uh, I guess maybe if you got anything to tell us about your uh, NXT experience tonight, quickly before we get uh, to the uh, WrestleMania card. I was getting ready by the uh, by the handy dandy phone, which I usually watch my tiny version of the WWE Network on on too unevolved technologically to hook it up to a fucking TV. God forbid I learned something. But uh, I just watch shit on my phone all the time. And, yeah, I pay nine ninety nine a month. <laughs> Not. But, um, <laughs> anyhow, yeah, I got I to gotta hook up uh, who shall remain anonymous. Maybe I pay it, maybe I don't. It's all alleged with me. You never know when I'm telling the truth. But, uh I got a headache, so I said, ah, fuck, man, my head's hurting. I popped a bunch of bear aspirin and whatnot, and then I was just like, yeah, I could lay down. It's like 7.30. I just put my head down on the side that it hurts, and sure enough, it was like quarter to 11 when I came to, uh, so I'll have to rewatch the bulk of the show, but I just saw about 20 near falls from uh, Tommaso and Johnny wrestling, and uh, it appeared to be a great match from what I saw. Um, well, I guess I'm the only one that actually sat down and watched the whole show. Um, uh, I'll say this about the show. I can sum it up pretty quick. I can sum it up match by match. Uh, the ladder match to start the show was incredible. Uh, the, la- the ladder or the former? The ladder. Oh, the latter with D's, not T's. <laughs> but uh, but the uh, the latter match was fantastic. Um, all six guys brought it. All six guys did great. Really enjoyed it. Uh, I have, it I have to question. Yeah, I have to ask <laughs> questions while you're reviewing or after you're reviewing. You want me to wait till you're done? Uh, you can go ahead and ask now. What's up? <laughs> How did how did the WWE slash New Orleans slash intro package announcers et cetera treat Ricochet? Great, they loved him. They make he him like a great. superstar. Yeah, he looked. He stole the show. He was the guy doing all the hot spots. Him and uh, me tell you, a guy who really took a beating that match and really took a lot of punishment. But to me, I thought he did great. Was um, EC3. <laughs> I thought EC3 was good. He was. Go ahead. Was he was he treated like a star, and did he get any mic time? Uh, no mic time for any of the guys in the um, in the match in the ladder match. Uh, they just brought it out, and they went like maybe thirty five, forty minutes. It was it was really entertaining. It, it was a high spot match. There was no real story involved in it. It was just six guys going for a title. I think that was, it was a good way to kick the show off. Ricochet looked like a million bucks. BC3 looked like a million bucks. All Everybody came out, I think, looking strong. Uh, Velveteen Dream was fantastic. Um, Killian and Dane Larson and both looked like world beaters and kind of canceled each other out in the match. Um, and all six guys were great. Um, it was a fantastic, fantastic match. And, uh, <clears throat> but if you're looking for so, catch as catch can storytelling, that's not the match for you. But it was good. It was very good. So how, 
I, I just thought of this off the top of my head, but how about uh, for for the sake of argument, um, instead of star ratings so we don't have uh, uh, people when we do these wrestling shows get crazy, um, how about we just say something that's crazy good, it could be better than the rest or whatever, but still on the crazy good level that made you excited. Two thumbs up. A thumbs up for a decent match that kept your interest, and a thumbs down just for a sucky match. Uh, two thumbs up. This is a match that okay. can't play easily. Uh, so the next match was the Ember Moon Santa Basil match. Um, I'm on a cell. I'm getting a bad, bad sound of you. Is that me or you? It's me, probably. You got me. Yeah, I'll I got you a little better now. Yep. Okay. Um, Shayna Baszler and uh, Ember Moon had their match. They really, um, they really built the story up that these two had going back to their last match they had. Um, it, it was it was good storytelling. It was a it was a solid wrestling match. Um, you know, it's to me it wasn't my favorite match on the card, but it's five matches. And I thought they did great for you know what time they had and what they what they could do with it. Um, they really made Baszler look like a badass, but they also showed it. They made Ember Moon look really good, and then she worked the arm a lot of the match. Um, and the finish really made both girls look good. Uh, I give well, them a thumb up. Uh, okay. Thumbs up. Well, who? I didn't even. I don't know if you said it when you were not. Sound and clear, or who who got the North American title? Adam Cole, baby. Okay, Adam Cole wins the ladder match. Um, who wins this match? Uh, Shayna Baszler. Ember Moon passes out. Yeah, well, just because she's going up to the main. Yeah, I think. Or that's the story is anyway. Rumor is she's headed to the main roster, so she, she couldn't did. win. So she didn't tap out. She just basically um, she passed out, but she fought it a long time, and she really hurt Baszler. And they they did a, a spot where Baszler um, I don't know if you remember she had stepped on Ember's arm last month to yeah. take over and worked her arm quite a bit, and Ember did the same thing to her, and Baszler had to watch like, pop it she, back. Uh, in she succumbed to the dreaded Bill Cosby finish. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, basically. And um, so Amber, so Amber Lynn's time looks to be done in NXT. <laughs> yes, very, very, yeah. very good. Let's see if anybody else got that. <laughs> Besides that, um, our Japanese well, agents will love that one. Yeah, well, uh, on that, um, uh, what was my question? You gave uh, you gave the two thumbs up to the opener. Um, yeah. Oh, he's Shana giving two Baszler. thumbs up everything. Who are we kidding? Shayna Baszler used to live, if she does not still, with Ronda Rousey. Um, Ronda, Ronda so she, was at ringside for the match. Okay. Um, did she? Did, uh, rumor should start so, up soon. So there's... So there's no truth to the fact that um, Amberlynn passed out to the smell of uh, Shayna Baszler's vagina. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying it had nothing to do with it, but I'm not saying it was. It's possible. Okay. I know. That's a bit, you know. I know. 
I know ringside looked a little faint when she was there. Okay. Um, <laughs> I hope that right, she will stumble on this because she could actually beat me. Yeah, she could hurt all three she of us. She could beat us, all but... three of us easily. Um, so Bad-ass. you said uh, a thumb, a thumb up, the yeah, uh, one thumbs up. Yeah, yeah, I'll give it one thumbs up. Did you say thumb up the ass? <laughs> I was going to fuck that. We got to, we got to have some <laughs> semblance of reality here. No, 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 no. But uh, yeah, one, I'll give it a, I'll give it a thumbs up. Uh, okay. Not a bad match at all. Okay. Next. Next match. Gotta keep the pace the, uh, going here, boys. We got a lot of WrestleMania matches to cover, so next match was the uh tag team title match and the Dusty Rhodes Classic final. Uh Authors of Pain, Pete Dunn and Roderick Strong and um Undisputed Era. Adam Cole had to work in because uh, Bobby Fish's injury. Okay. And Adam Cole ends up getting put to the table. So uh Kyle O'Reilly did most of the heavy lifting through the match. Cole was down most of the time. Uh, match was pretty good. A lot of cool spots um, for Authors of Pain. I think those guys are great. Uh, Strong and Pete Dunner good ta- were a good tag team. And uh, Kyle O'Reilly is one of my favorites on NXT. He's really, really good. Um, it was a good pacing match. Uh, kept the crowd into it, but didn't get them too hot. Did its job for the third match. Um, there was plenty of story involved, and it was good. It was a good match. I'll give it a thumb up. Uh, Roderick Strong turned on Pete Dunne tonight and joined Undisputed Era. And O'Reilly and Cole won the match. So Undisputed Era now has a new member and the North American title and the tag titles. And uh, I think Authors of Pain are on their way up to the main <laughs> roster So. Okay, um, that that makes sense for Strong because he's kind of like uh, always renowned as a good, solid in-ring guy who couldn't talk but now can talk a little better because of all those promo classes they do at that fucking training center. And it gives him uh, a little bit of an identity to be there with the three others and kind of like a mini, mini elite bullet club fucking spiel, so... So congratulations to what are they called again? The, the undisputed era. The undisputed era, for uh, yeah. not to be confused with the way that uh, Kennedy used to talk era era era. Anyway, um, that's an old old reference. <laughs> it could um, have been with uh, Mayor Quimby. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> there you go. But all right, uh, that, uh, that's a uh, that's a uh, is that a one or two thumb thumb up? One thumb um, <clears throat> definitely wasn't the. It, here's the thing: the first match really got things the bar set high for high spot matches. Now, while this match told a better story, both matches told a better story. It's just hard to beat a lot of high spots and. Uh, just sheer chaos. The first match was just chaos, and it was all over the place. But it was a good match. Uh, unfortunately, they were overshadowed. But Okay. Um, I saw, before I conked out, when I was like 
was watching Facebook, and they added, which if we delete all the fucking uh, inappropriate comments could happen to us, but that's never going to happen. Um, they added this former punter, Pat McAfee, from Barstool Sports to the pregame team. West Virginia and boy. He was, uh, I, I was kind of hot and cold on him because I liked that somebody tried to uh, add some fucking entertainment to that fucking stiff-ass show. And they did. They had that Sam Roberts, but they didn't have Rosenberg, and those guys played a straight guy for the most part. And uh, Charlie, I could fit eight dicks in my weird mouth. Caruso was the, the female um, lead. Very hot. If you follow her on Instagram, uh, she uh, was in a bikini on her Easter off, and I, I highly recommend that because she is a hot broad. But um, uh, back to the point. Uh, he, I wonder if uh, if Triple H is the guy or Vin, I know it's Triple H's gig, but I wonder if Vince kind of listens in like he does to everything else because the the barstool guy was uh, going into business for himself a little bit. Like you know, if I had the opportunity, I'd try to knock it out of the park too and be funny and all that. But he kept he called the, the authors of of Pain. Uh, first, he did a a, a a TR type joke where he said. I can't believe these huge guys write books about pain. So, you know, he did a little pun on that, saying they were authors, which, you know, I I gave him a little love for that. But then he went on to say that um, he's a former athlete, so he showered with the guys, and that he called them morbidly obese, and then he called them obese the second time. Uh, I don't think obese is what the authors of pain are trying to go for. So I don't know if if he's auditioning to be a heel manager where you just crush everybody or because they're not obese. They're just big motherfuckers. And if they're getting called off and Uncle Vince was there, I don't think that dude will be invited back. But that's just the observation. Well, uh, the authors of pain would eat Pat McAfee with a side of Brussels sprouts. So. Yeah, they're Don't big, they're big ass says. kickers. They're not. They're not. But you can't say on your pre-show when you're putting them over, putting the, trying to sell people to to buy the pay-per-view that two obese guys are in it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I don't know if he's smart to the business or what, but I don't think that was a good move. Maybe I'm thinking too much like an observer geek, but I just know in my edition I wouldn't bury anybody. Yeah, not exactly the best idea. But um, continue. Next match was the um, the NXT title match between Aldris or Aldis or Andrade Cien Almas. Uh, All you have to say is the one with the with the hot chick with the hot Mexican chick. Zelina <laughs> with him. Uh, he fought Alistair Black, and they had a really good uh, title match. Um, Hard-hitting, back and forth. Um, they didn't have a lot of build going into this match. They had a lot of, uh, you know, of course it was, oh, you know, it was basically just a match for the title. And But it was it was good. It was a really good match. Um, back and forth, good false finishes, um, good psychology. Vega got involved, you know, and they, they shined black pretty good. and Everything looked good. Um had a couple moments in there where uh, it really looked like Black was hurt, but uh, I think he was just selling really well. 
Um, Almas is a, he's a stud. He's so good in the ring. He plays such a great heel character and gets so much heat, especially with Vega with him. Um, it's a great title match. Not as good as the Gargano um, CN match that happened, you know, back in uh, Philly in January, but still good. Uh, one thumb up. Solid match. And okay. uh, new, new NXT champion, Aleister Black. Can you hold on my other lines quick and I'll be I'll be right quick on. Okay. <laughs> hey, you fucking assholes. First of all, it's Jose Andrade Almas and he's a Mexican fucking superstar and you didn't give the proper credit. You didn't mention that the fucking valet, she came from TNA. She was uh, in the Latin exchange students or some shit they were called. And she's, um, I don't know, I, I, I wasn't really talking about her. But her name's like, uh, nah, it's slipping in my mind because Okada's picture is still on my fucking ceiling. But, um, and, and. How the hell can you call? I mean, I don't. I think you guys are a bunch of marks. I just read that word marks, and that perfectly describes it three of you because um, his name's Tommy End. Tommy End is fucking his name, and he's been working. I mean, whatever champion, the NXT champion, Tommy End. You fucking stupid. You're not even smart to the business. Do you understand how what it's like to be smart to the business? You gotta. <laughs> Call in, refer to your champion why you think Tommy N. What are you fucking Triple H? You fucking stooges. What are you here for Triple H? <laughs> what the fuck, man? I can't. I clicked over. <laughs> and I got some fucking weird. I didn't even. There was nobody there, but it put me on hold, and then I heard that loud Okada shit again. <laughs> Does Stutter and Tom have like a cousin or something named, named Weezing Waldo? By any chance? I don't know, but I, I, I'm, I don't think I'm going. If my other line clicks, I'm going to wait till after the show. I think. Is that uh? That sounded that sounded a lot like I don't know if you guys ever watched uh, South Park any, but it sounds like Kyle's cousin. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> all, yeah, he's allergic to everything, right? Yeah, you know, I, I can't go outside because the first it makes me sick. I, I wish I could share share the joy. I keep getting fucked on this. Oh, I keep Lord. getting a bad line or something. That's what happens when I call my cell phone and not the landline. You oh. have the loudest beeping noise ever, by the way. Oh, that is hilarious. All right, yeah, I, hope, I hope I didn't miss I hope we I didn't miss any results because I was up I was up to Alistair Black winning the title. Yeah, that was the last thing we went through. Um and then last match was the unsanctioned match between Gargano and Champa. And this match was pure story of everything. They they built this match for over almost a year. And um it was hard hitting. I mean, it was just, it was stiff. It looked like they were really just laying into each other. For an unsanctioned match, all they did was use a crutch, the concrete, and a table, and the turnbuckle. That was it. They didn't go out and go all crazy <clears throat> death match. Gargano uh, really, really 
looked good, as did Champa. And Champa, they had false finishes galore, and the crowd, they had the crowd eating out of the palm of their hand, and just did such a great job. And this match was probably, you know, I didn't think anything would top the ladder match, but this match did it. Uh, Champa did a, uh, I don't even remember the name of the move, it was like a powerbomb into, a, I think it was a lumbar check off of the second rope. And it was just brutal looking. And every everything just looked great. Uh, Champa took a bump on the concrete uh, off the apron and looked, took like an SD plunge, basically. And it just looked brutal. And just a great match. Uh, two thumbs up for this one. Match of the night. A match of the year candidate, easily. And uh, definitely go out of your way to watch this one. Mm. Like I said, I saw I saw uh, probably the last seven eight minutes of it, and one thing I noticed that if if I get the vibe of Johnny Gargano and Champa right from what I get of them um, from tiny bits of interaction, that they're perfectionists, yeah. and they in a way I credit this, but in a way it's. It's nitpicky and it's not. It doesn't bother me. But I noticed late in the match they went for the tilt a whirl into the fucking uh, whatever that move Benoit does, the crippler cross face. Yeah, and they fucked it up. Uh, Like you know, body sweat, whatever. They slipped. Yeah, it happened. They were they were prepared. (laughs) Like they must be so detailed these two and know each other so well, they were prepared with like a backup right into a spot where you couldn't tell if it was um, a fuck-up or not. And they did a few, you know, um, what's the in-ring word? A few, um, uh, I'm not even going to try to remember terminology, but they did a few spots to, to, Instead of you ever see a, a, a terrible match where somebody messes up, like say a, uh, I don't know, say a power bomb, and the guy slips off, and then he'll go right back to the power bomb, and everybody will chant "You fucked up," yeah. but he'll still go right back to the same move. They like had this uh, background plan, obviously, for anything that might have went wrong, because they, they had actually they had Champa take the heat back and fucking put him in, you know, kick him or something, and put him in like a power bomb he moves they went a good full minute before they went back to shooting them off into the rope and then going for what they wanted to the first time to tilt a whirl into the um yeah. triple cross face so um yeah i did notice i noticed that too they, they other than really that well. from what i saw it looked to be a pretty damn good thing i mean not that that's a bad thing either but that's you know really nitpicking <laughs> But yeah, it was. Right. I would take that match, and and I will say this: not one match from Wrestle Kingdom was as good as this match. Uh, and that's, that's not a shot. That's at usually Japan. the case. That's not a shot at New Japan. Mm-hmm. I like New Japan. I'm a fan. Heat magnet. But but uh, I, I know the the marks out there will crucify me for this. But I I'll take that match that they did with the storytelling, the psychology. The body language, the way they maneuvered in the ring, the maneuvers, and the fact that they did so much with looking at each other and the way that they they spoke to each other and 
the way they worked the crowd, they worked the match, and they just worked it perfectly. I'll take that match over just a wrestling match to do a bunch of hot spots any day. That was all right. I got a match. Go I, I have a spot. I have a spot where Tim can jump in because I'll be uh, bringing it back to a, a different time. But when I right. when I first when I first <laughs> When I first liked wrestling, it was not for a match by any way, shape, or form. It was because the color of superstar Billy Graham, the the the, the way Roddy Piper spoke, et cetera, et cetera. It had nothing to do with matches. And matches were the last thing I wanted to see. <clears throat> but so that said, I'm not a match guy. Um, but even I, when Johnny Gargano's involved can get into a match if if that makes sense. And the reason I said Tim would uh understand is because I don't think up in Calgary what made you stop at the T V when you were a kid. Calgary wrestling I should say. Stampede wrestling. Oh, yeah. Was uh probably more along the lines of somebody like uh, I think you said Stomper or somebody crazy looking or Stomper violence big, or big, big, interview big, big, or Whatever the hell drew you wasn't a goddamn technical two thumbs up. Yeah, match, really. Right? Uh, yeah, Stampede. The matches were like, or at least what was on TV. I can't speak for uh, what happened at house show or, or live, but they were usually pretty short. It was about the interview and the and the, you know they would always um, uh, the Stomper versus you know, whichever heart. And uh, oh, we wanted to show you that match, but it was so bloody we couldn't show it to you on television. And, you know, and then he'd come out, and you didn't know if I don't know to this day if they actually even had the matches or not, or if they just uh, you know did the did their promos and <laughs> went home. I don't really know. I'll tell that's you what's what, funny, that's, what got, that's what got me going though. I'll tell you what's funny though. I had Autumn with me tonight. And she's not a wrestling fan by any stretch. Um, but I've had her watching wrestling with me all weekend. Because I told her, I said, if you want to see me this weekend, you're going to have to come over and watch wrestling because it's WrestleMania weekend. And she watched um, TakeOver with us tonight. And you actually really enjoyed it, didn't you? Yeah, she she really enjoyed it. Her response just now was they annihilated each other. So she really dug it. Nice. Uh, and that's and that's a casual fan getting sucked into the story that those two told. And Champa, I don't I know you, you didn't see it. Champa, the heat he had on him as he walked out, no entrance music, just walked out to the ring. The whole crowd holding up the Gargano face signs. They're chanting at him. They're telling him, you suck. They're telling him, fuck you, Champa. Uh, you know, just everything. He had this massive heat. And Gargano comes out, gets the baby face pop, and, you know, the place explodes. And at the end of the match, the whole crowd, you know, is, to quote a guy, you know, they threw the babies in the air. You know, this is great. Well, well done, executed, fantastic uh, it was a really old school style match too, so I nobody it. chanted this is awesome. I'm sure, I'm sure they, they did, did. But, no, but they still they they did not want Champa to win that match. He was the heel and he got booed out of the building. 
Yeah, that's how it should be. Yeah, I mean, I, the, the, I noticed that too, uh, especially towards the end, the spot where they were both punching each other or slapping each other, whatever it was. And, yeah. you know, the heel was Ciampa, who played heel, who tried to get over as a heel and did. <clears throat> the baby face was clearly Gargano and a little different than Roman Reigns. Um, uh, Triple H would like to say, hey, Vince, can you check this out? This is how you get a baby face over. Um, so, like, uh, it was uh, it was clearly bad guy, good guy, and everybody knows it's bullshit-ass work, but those guys work hard. And uh takes two to tango. So, from what I saw, I would concur, although I'd have to watch it back, which I will, that it was a two-thumbs-up special. Well, at the end of the day, if you look at it this way, Gargano was a guy like Daniel Bryan who got over. Uh, he's a smaller guy. He's a great in-ring performer. The crowd relates to him. He gets the sympathy. And Champa was just – and that's the guy the crowd wanted to love, and they love him, and they cheered him. And Champa was a dick. He did everything that a heel would do. He took shortcuts. He screwed him out of the title. He did everything possible. And the crowd paid money tonight to watch Champa lose to Johnny Gargano. And that's what, yeah. it, that's what it boils down to. That's how you get a baby face over. It has to be somebody the crowd <clears throat> wants. You can't force it. I agree. You you can, but it doesn't work. They've been forcing it you for don't get, a couple of years now, but it doesn't work. Uh, you can force it. You can force it, but you don't get reactions like you did tonight. <laughs> you can you can pipe in audio and have fake chance to for to make it look like it's working. Well, yep. uh, Nate's favorite um, pro wrestler of all time, Bill Goldberg, last night. Uh, he really went after Reigns uh, multiple times in his speech. And, uh, you know, it's hard to tell in them things which is storyline and which is real. But um, one thing I know is legit is the heat. When you're a college football player, your rival, Michigan, Michigan State, Georgia, Tech, and Georgia, well, Roman played for Georgia Tech and Goldberg played for Georgia. So he he you know he while he's thanking people in the middle he went off his little script and said there's no way a bulldog would ever lose to uh, a yellow jacket and yellow then he finished jacket. and he finished with never say never and uh, busted Roman's balls back. publicly for, yeah he bubble, busted uh, Roman's balls for stealing his stealing his spear. He busted Edge's balls, but then they ended up buddies so, uh, a couple years ago. He's not a fan nobody, of people. Nobody used a spear before Goldberg. I don't. I don't re- recall them using it as a. I'm uh, asking. Yeah, well, you guys would know better than me. I don't really recall anybody using it as a finish. I mean, his is a setup to the jackhammer, but it is the finishing sequence. Yeah, um, it's the beginning of the of the the, the start of the finish. There's people that have ran out and tackled to go on a top position in a brawl to just start punching, but as a setup and a finish, I believe he was first. I think the first oh, one that's, I think the first one that stole it was Rhino, actually. But the uh, the only person I could think that would have used it 
before Goldberg, but I don't think he he didn't do the spear. He just did something similar. Would be Hacksaw Jim Duggan with the three point stance. Um, yeah, but that was yeah, that's a bit like, like it, I guess. Yeah, we should we'll we'll find out tomorrow. Someone will tweet us that uh, Alexander well, Rickety Buckets back in 1934 used to spear in uh, some federation nobody's heard of. All right, I kind of slowed the process with that with that with that uh, segue, and I don't know how much time you put this on the show this this night. So, where do you want to go, WrestleMania? Oh, I I went for the whole we got the whole nine yards. We're we're okay for time, but we got a lot of WrestleMania to talk. So, Goldberg versus Reigns is something that this Mountaineer would not want to see because I don't no, give two I don't need to see the yellow jackets and the Bulldogs. Uh, well, what yeah. if, just hy- hypothetically, what if, <laughs> and this is bullshit-ass fantasy book, which I don't like to do, but what if uh, they they swerved everybody and Heyman uh, fucked Brock, Brock decided to go back to UFC, he's a full-blooded Roman guy, Roman was like, I hated you people all along, along for booing me, Embraces the heel. Vince gives in, and Goldberg is a babyface challenger to the heel Roman with the mouthpiece Paul. Does that make it more interesting? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm, I'm I'm almost now. You've got me thinking. Well, can I handle watching Roman Reigns beat up Bill Goldberg? Yeah, probably. Let me tell you something. Roman Reigns is a great worker. Roman Reigns, if he goes heel, could get just massive amounts of heat uh, with a guy like Paul Heyman. That would be fine. However, there's not one thing in my life, like I I like myself too much to ever care to watch a guy who who fucked up his football career try to wrestle again. Granted, he was a draw. Granted, he did all he could. But he never did anything for me. His matches are dull. So he doesn't. He doesn't have it for me either. He never did. He never could talk. He was WCW's answer to Steve Austin <laughs> without the ability to work. William Regal proved that. Granted, he drew a lot of money. And he was successful that way, so I can't I can't knock the guy for that. Does he deserve a Hall of Fame spot? Absolutely. Do I ever want to see him wrestle ever again? No. Do I ever want to watch any of his matches on repeat? Hell no. <laughs> there you go. That's uh, uh, Bill or Bill a lot of people, if, you, if if you're listening, um, this is Tr, aka Tr Shock, if you know that name better. Those opinions are, are, are expressed by my uh, one colleague. I'm not sure about the second, but I I like you, Bill, and I am a fan. Continue. It's not that I don't well, like him. It's just I don't care. I just want I just bit of charisma. That's all. I don't have a personal vendetta against the guy. He's never done anything to me. When I was a kid, no, I, I liked Goldberg. I mean, yeah, he's, he's I, I like Corbin. We, I like them all in around. Hey, I like them charisma wise. I like them draw wise. I like them everywhere. Dear Baron Corbin, 
while we have our differences, your wife is fine. Congratulations. Oh, Nick Bush. Bush. What? I don't know about you. Maybe a West Virginia that gets you over with somebody, given, or maybe <laughs> worded differently. Like, Baron Corbin, I, you know, I, I feel bad about any insults I may have said because, uh, you know, I didn't realize you had a God damn your wife. I thought you were a single guy. But... But saying saying if he, if he were listening to right now, that would just add add to the fuel to the fire. If he's like, now this fuck guy wants to bang my wife. What's wrong with him? Now he's looking for you. I never said I wanted to bang the man's wife. I just said you insinuated that she was fine. And well, she is hot. She's hot and good for him. That's all I said. I never said anything bad. It's like you know, it's like if I say, oh, well, you have a. You know, this is five uh, thousand for you guys. Like if I look at TR and say TR is your right hand. Hey, boy. You know, he will learn, sir. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Did you just get caught up? <laughs> TR, I love you. I didn't even hear off the rails. Anyway, I heard some cackle like laughter coming from West Virginia, and that's all. That was autumn. (laughs) I assumed it was, but I don't know why was what I was. Well, I said uh, it would be like me complimenting any one of you guys. You know, not saying I would want to get with them or anything like that. Just say, hey, you know, you're white. Now we have now Tom. Now we have to question Nate's sexuality. Uh, I don't know that we mind. want to, but we might have to at a later date. We may have to address that. Anyway, well, I'm just. Let's just, it'd be, like if let's I, just leave it'd be like if I said, it'd be like if I said, Tom, Tr, buddy, your right hand is gorgeous. You know, I don't want to get with it, but you know, I understand. Yeah. Good for you. Uh, you, know. you haven't had a, you haven't had a feud with Tom going about anything else either. It's kind of a backhanded <laughs> compliment, so to speak. I'm just giving credit where credit is. <laughs> what you should be. <laughs> just leave it be. Anyway, WrestleMania 34, gentlemen. WrestleMania 34. Yeah, uh, is that the number? I said, I as never I said earlier, Nate, and as I was telling you, Tom, a card that does not in ways excites me greatly, and then I look at some of it and go, what in the hell is this doing on a WrestleMania? Uh, for me, uh, I guess we'll go uh, what we always do, but I'll, after her I say this, we'll go uh, alphabetical <laughs> order gimmick. But, um, uh, I will interrupt you whenever I feel like it. Anyway, yeah, whatever, um, <laughs> whatever the Super Bowl is, to me, is WrestleMania now. Um, sometimes you get teams that don't blow you away. That you know your, your favorite team lost in the fucking uh, conference finale and conference championship. I should use proper terminology. Um, so uh, it's still the Super Bowl. It's still WrestleMania. They're still going to pull some surprises out their balls. Um, and couple. I, I guess it's three years, four years, whatever. Uh, whenever uh, Rollins wrestled Orton, what was that one? 
31. 31. Uh, I looked at the show kind of the way uh, Tim led into that, where I'm like, WrestleMania, nothing on here jumps out at me. I don't even know if I'm going to watch it this year. And then I watched it, and it was all people I was not really interested in, and they had like a fucking every match seemingly was good that I watched. So uh, I'm, I'm not going to uh, – I'm only going to bury in advance one match and see if I can be proven wrong. Okay. Yeah, so uh, I guess we'll go. I guess whoever has the list of the rundown or whatever. Uh, uh, which one of you guys probably does too? I don't have that in front of me. Okay, I got all the card right, so, in front of me. So, uh, including I'm pre-show and all that shit. Yeah, well, this is right off of um, off their website. So they they got three kickoff matches according to them anyway. Although they, we both know that this. By tomorrow, this order could be totally different. So, um, cruiserweight championship you met, uh, you, tournament final. You hold on, Tim. When you when you announce the match and all that shit, you might as well give your opinion uh, just to get it out of the way, and you know, and, so you don't have to go back. Fair enough. Nate, Nate, Tim, Tom, or whatever. Uh, but go hey, okay. Yeah. All right. So anyway, so we got cruiserweight uh, tournament final. Uh, Cedric Alexander versus Mustafa Ali. My understanding, these two guys used to be best buddies, if I'm correct in that assumption. I believe so. Um, I really yeah. don't know a whole lot more about this match. Uh, from what I understand, they're both pretty good workers, and that it could be a, 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 a potential show stealer if they let them go. question is, will they let them go? Uh, so who who knows there? But uh, I, I like this match. I think these these two guys can both uh, can both work. And cruiserweights are always good. They just get shit on in WWE too much. But I think this one's got potential. As for a winner, uh, 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 I'll go with Cedric Alexander. Okay. Okay. I will. Um, I will say this. I guess since we're coming to me. Uh, Cedric Alexander used to work in Ring of Honor, and he did some indies around this part of the world, and one of the nicest guys that you've ever meet, and a hell of a hand in the ring. Uh, definitely love Cedric, and he got over big time wrestling um, Bushi in the Cruiserweight Classic Tournament. Um, actually, I think got a job because of that match. And... Um, I'll say this about the match. It has, like you said, Tim, it has potential to do well. Uh, the crowd's going to be sitting on their hands during this one because, unfortunately, 205 Live and the cruiserweights are kind of overlooked because of direction and, you know, none of the guys are really established as stars. Whereas in WCW, they kind of let them go and, let their personalities drain free, where they don't really do that with WWE. Um, I like Mustafa to win the match just because the tour coming up, they're getting ready to go to the Middle East, and he's a Middle Eastern representative. Um, so I think Ali is going to win the match. I, I would prefer Cedric. I'm a big Cedric guy. But, um, yeah, I think Mustafa wins the match. But this match could be great if they give it time and uh, – 
So, yeah, that's my opinion on that one. But they are both baby faces going into this match. So it's going to be interesting. Okay. Um, Cedric Alexander versus Mustafa Ali, the former partner of New Jack and ECW. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, that – that um, <laughs> No fucking Cedric the Entertainer jokes either. Uh, yeah, I've never watched 205 Live other than when the great speaking larger than life in a small body, Enzo Amore, innocent victim of the Me Too movement, has been released. The show's uninteresting. The guys have no personality, including the two. Although uh, Mustafa did a Instagram interview which I suggest to any of the boys that might listen to this goofy show, put your shit out there if you're not putting it out there on TV because maybe somebody will fucking see instead of you doing a bunch of goddamn uh, clean and jerk squats in your fucking workout room. That's not going to get you over. Um, So Mustafa Ali, uh, as as Nate said, he's a very talented, flippy, floppy guy. As Nate said, he they're going to Saudi Arabia in a show that they seemingly are pushing harder than WrestleMania. And I'd be I'd be like Rob Van Dam and be like, I ain't going on that fucking trip because I middle Middle East they, they there could be a hostage situation with fucking sixty WWE wrestlers. But anyway and, and yeah, I'm 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 profiling and all that shit, but I don't give a fuck. So <laughs> to get to the point you mentioned that uh, Cedric Alexander is a hell of a hand and a nice guy because he did shows down by your way. And he's going to be performing about the same amount of people in the pre-show, especially the first pre-show match, while the hustle and bustle is outside and don't try and, you know, to get their seating and all that. So you're going to have limited crowd anyway, limited viewers from 205, and the ones uh, that are in there, they might get a little bit from, I'm sure it'll give a hundred percent effort, but lack of crowd response will make Ali's victory very unimportant. And they may even do stupid commercials in the pre-show, which I totally think is disrespectful to the boys. Uh, but they will. And even if they, if they went out there and did Gargano Champa move for move and added a false finish, nobody would know. It's like a tree in the forest. Nobody's going to know because nobody's going to be there and nobody's going to watch except the guy that keeps buzzing in on my other line. But I think, I think I'm not going to let him back until later. Um, so I'll say Ali in a solid match, which nobody will really put over like it should be. Fair enough. Uh, then we've got the two uh, fodder, <coughs> fodder matches, as I call them. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, women's don't call me hey, fodder. Indeed. Um. Basically, I guess these two matches are really, I guess, to get everybody in the business in the company on the card. Gotta get a paycheck <laughs> and um, So in the chick match, we got Sasha Banks, Natalia, Lana. Ruby Riot, Sarah Logan, Liv Morgan, Becky Lynch, Naomi, Bailey, Mickey James, Mandy Rose, 
Sonya Deville and Carmella. So that is the, the Battle Royals are both pre-match, pre-show rather. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is what this so far anyway. This is slated as a kickoff match. They are. So. They're both pre-show matches. All right. If, so, if I may uh, request, if I may request to you, Tim and Nate, before I go, uh, because it's on a pool that somebody sent me, uh, say the first person eliminated in your opinion, and 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 then the winner. The first person eliminated. Yeah. Hmm. First broad that's going to get thrown out on her and on her hair. Carmella gets thrown out first. Okay. Mandy Rose. Um, and who wins? I hope I hope I hope not because I love her. But uh, I'll, I'll let well, Tim finish have, his full full deal. And I would say if they full. if they're using it, like who knows with these guys, right? If they're using it to further on the storyline, yeah, I guess it really should come. It should come down to Sasha Banks and uh, uh, Bailey. I would assume. Now you're and, speaking my language. And I would think that, uh, well, there again now, who's the face and who's the heel? I think they've kind of turned Sasha a little bit. Uh, so I would say she would probably have to go over if I'm booking. My my renegade in there, though, is Becky Lynch because that chick is so uh. effing popular with the folks that they might want to throw her a bone and go, okay, well here you won the you won the battle royal because they don't seem to do much else with her, but to keep people happy. But that, they don't do that either, so that was actually pretty stupid of me to say too. But I'll go with Sasha Banks. Okay. Uh, and the first and the first one out was Carmella, right? And Carmella first out. Let's try to let's try to remember this just so for our own little threesome pop tomorrow night. Um, go ahead, Nate. Hold on. Oh, okay, sorry. Uh, I'll take uh, Mandy Rose to get eliminated first because she was the first woman eliminated from the Royal Rumble ever. She was the first woman eliminated from a women's elimination chamber, and she will be the first woman eliminated from the first ever female battle royal at WrestleMania. Okay. You could very well be right with that, sir. And I'm taking uh, Sasha Banks to win it, um, basically because Bailey has had her WrestleMania moment um, winning uh, at WrestleMania. Becky Lynch and Sasha have not had their moments, and storyline indicates Sasha should win this. However, like Tim, I have a dark horse in this. If you want to put a win on someone who would represent it well and you could look back in history and say, you know what, that was a good win for for her. Uh, I say Natalia is a dark horse to take it. But I think Sasha wins it. Okay. Um, So that first uh, first out again was who again? Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose. Okay, right, right. I should have remembered that. <clears throat> okay. Uh again. Sad for the girls, especially a girl like Sasha Banks who makes top 10 in the company merch uh for the company 
even though Corey Graves seems to hate her if, if you read the, between the lines of his commentary. And that's a bad sign because Corey's the voice of the locker room. And two other people he notably killed as much as he killed Sasha Banks, if you read between the lines, were Enzo and Emma. Both of them are gone. So um, if you listen to Corey Graves talk and you read between the lines, Sasha's uh, maybe not too well liked um, in in the locker room. Anyhow, uh, nobody will be there yet. More people than Cedric in them's match. And I'd be there because I like conventions. I only want to be there for the hot chicks. I don't want to see no jacked up dudes. So, uh, storyline makes perfect sense. That's the only real storyline involved with these women is Sasha Bailey. Friendship, it's been pushed on TV. Who's the heel? Who's the face? The most effective would be Bailey turning heel because even though a lot of kids like her, it's not John Cena level where it'll kill people. Um, my first out will be Lana. Lana gets chucked pretty quick, in my opinion. She's uh, she's the uh, closest thing to Eva Marie in bad work, and. Uh, not 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 Me. so popular anymore, even though her husband is. Um, so she's out first. The match will be glorified garbage. I, I do like that Tim mentioned the most underrated female is Becky. She does get over every time she comes out, and she can work. She just, for whatever reason, stays in the middle. Um, I'd say that... I'm trying to point my finger onto someone uh, and in someone in this match, anyone really. Um, I'd finger all of them, but Lord, man. Um, and then I'd I'd, I'd lick their lick I'd their whatever came out of them. them. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just I'm just Can saying we... a little foreplay, and then I'd look the camera in the eye and and, and suck on whatever finger went as far as it went. But anyway, anyway. Um, There's going to be a square off and a focus, but I think it it will not it will not do anything in the finish. It might get to the final three or four or something, and uh, neither Bailey or Sasha will go over. But will be the story of the match how they beat each other up. At some point, they might like tease a double clothesline on somebody over the rope, where it looks like they're friendly again. I am going to pull a prediction that has a two-part booking um, two-part booking uh, I don't know I don't know what the fuck word I'm looking for it's a two-parter and it'll lead to something later in the show is what I mean to say in one word but I can't find the word that uh, that recently kicked to the curb Carmella uh, from Big Cass I think they broke up via him um the single F-A-B-O-L-U, I got an ugly face when I don't wear a ton of makeup, Carmella, will moonwalk her way into cheating and winning while Bailey and Sasha are in a fight or something and eliminate both of them. <clears throat> and we'll win the first woman's deal and still have the money in the bank in tow. 
blah, 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 blah. And momentum will be on our side in case she has the opportunity to cash in later in the evening. So I go with Carmella to win and Lana who's out, to be who's out first? Chuck. Lana. Oh, Lana, right. Okay. Yeah. Um, quick, quick, in, quick uh, comment. Uh, any chance of uh, any kind of a run-in from anybody in NXT in this thing? Uh, um, the, how many AKA, girls are in there? Yeah, like, there's only 13 of them. So what about Ember? Like, does Ember Moon show up? Maybe she doesn't get in the match. Uh, but she costs. She costs somebody the match, they, maybe. No, I think she's in the match, but she won't win. I, I don't know what to say there because they already did it in the Rumble, but all the old heads are down there. Um, That's true. In New Orleans. Just, just uh, a thought. I mean, like I said, there's only if there's somebody else who's maybe maybe looking to. Yeah, maybe. Tori's down there. Yeah, Trish got, is down there, et cetera. So. Well, you got to admit, uh, if Trish Stratus hit the ring, there would be. I mean, she doesn't even have to do anything, and that's going to be a pop. I agree. Maybe, maybe but, the Bellas show up. Yeah, that might be all right. Just throwing it out there. Big, um, all biggest, right, biggest, anyway. biggest, biggest chick pop surprise, which will never happen, would be uh, Punk's wife, AJ. AJ. If if no, she looked AJ, exactly, yeah. if, if she had those the same gimmick with the the jean shorts and all that, and was totally recognizable as AJ is. Yeah, she would pop the joint. But yeah, indeed. All right, but I'll stick Moving with what I next. With. Moving on to the next head scratcher, the Under the Giant Memorial Battle Royal Fifth Edition. Um, there's like 200 people in this thing. Uh, we got uh, Kane, Dolph Ziggler, our favorite here at Wide Men, Baron Corbin. Our other yeah. favorite, Mojo Raleigh. Yeah. Our real favorite, Elias. Uh, Luke yeah. Gallows, Carl Anderson. Our truth, Sin Cara, Titus O'Neil, Apollo, Tyler Breeze, Fandango, Ty Dillinger, Dash Wilder, Scott Dawson, Woken Matt Hardy, Goldust, Heath Slater, Rhino, Zack Ryder, Primo Colon, Shelton Benjamin, Chad Gable, Aiden English, Kurt Hawkins, Bo Dallas, Curtis Axel, and Mike Canales. Good God. So that's what? Damn. 18, 19, 20, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29. That's, okay, 30. 30 guys. So it don't look like any surprises if they already got 30, so. Uh, yeah, I, there's, there's not room for any. I mean, unless somebody comes no. in and pulls the, uh, you know, the big show move and throws out eight guys in, like, you know, 13 seconds kind of thing. There's right. nobody in there that can do that. Uh, out first. Good God, the the picks are endless for out first. <laughs> Who knows? Um, even though I, I think his wife is just a sweetheart, uh, uh, Mike Canales could easily be first out for me. They don't seem they to be doing very easily. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah they don't seem father. to be doing anything with anything with him. So he could he could go out first. Uh, as for a winner, I'd really like to see Elias win it, and they could continue his 
that give him some shtick in the ring for his guitar songs and all that. So I can really see that working for me. So there you go. Um, the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal is just that. It's a memorial because it's a, it's a reminder. It's a reminder of a battle royal that takes place to show you how WWE can fuck up booking every year without <laughs> we, we still they have at are, least 30 guys we don't know what the fuck to do with. They're, they are four for four on not <clears throat> making it work. Um, hold, hold, on, guys. Hold, hold on, guys. Hold on, guys. This is the fifth one. This is the fifth one. I know that yeah. Mojo, Baron Corbin, Cesaro won. Who won the other one? Big Show. Okay, so it's basically four winners that ended up with a tepid push at best. I mean, the, whatever. Nobody went to, nobody went on to be like the world champion. Or yeah, they, so, did, they right, didn't I'm, use it as a shot for a title or, or anything of that nature to any extent. All right. Anyway. All right, Yeah, they um, – yeah, so I'll take uh, first eliminated. I'll take uh, Kurt Hawkins, just because. Um, I was thinking either Kurt Hawkins or um, actually Elias, maybe on first eliminated. If he's out there with that guitar, and who wants to walk with Elias? And everybody just gangs up, tosses him out, and he can walk on back to the dressing room. Although I love Elias, but. Um, I think Kurt Hawkins goes out first. I think your winner um, will be Woken Matt Hardy. Oh, fuck that nonsense. You could be right, but mm-hmm. God, I hope they don't do that. Tim, a victory for Matt Hardy tomorrow would be... Um, it would be wonderful. <laughs> it, would, it would mean absolutely fucking nothing. Ah, it might awaken. Uh, it might. It would be so shitty. It might awaken Brother Nero. Yeah, uh, from a uh, my, my dark horse, my dark horse to win the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal would, of course, be Papa Shango, who may show up in a surprise and dump everybody out with his voodoo in New Orleans. Wow, that's racist. <laughs> wow, but good dark horse. But anyway, it's a very tough man, and I know you met him and all that. So, yeah. Uh, great, go Shango. Great guy. Love, love Charles. He's a great guy. Great guy and tough, so I ain't fucking with him. Um, uh, are you ready for me? Go, man. Go. This one's a head-scratcher, man. You guys, uh, one of you guys said that. Uh I had to know who won all four just to see if there was any kind of pattern. Um, of, oh, there's of a pattern, who, all right. Of who fits into <laughs> yeah. there. Well, you can't throw Cesaro, Cesaro in any kind of pattern because he's a good worker. I love, and I love Cesaro, but here's the problem. He wins it, and he did it fantastically. And they tried to strap the rocket to him a little bit. They put him with Heyman. But all Heyman did was talk about how Brock Lesnar broke the streak, and it became more about Brock Lesnar with Cesaro winning. 
and I blame WWE for a bad push. Uh, the Baron Corbin experiment, that went over like the proverbial fart in church. Uh, the Big Show, it was that was them just patting him on the back for all those years. And Mojo Raleigh, they didn't even fucking try with him. They were just trying to get Gronk involved in the show. So, yeah, yeah. there you go. All right. Well, there's no pattern really. Uh, I mean, there, there is, if you, if you, you know, maybe a tiny bit of a blueprint, but so it's hard to figure. So you just got to go wild guess on my end. Uh, first eliminated. I really like Nate's uh, logic on on both. Elias is too big for that fucking match. Uh, way too big. Agree. Agree. Um. So, uh, it would make sense if he was just singing because that'll, if you don't have a live Elias performance in the middle of a ring, then you don't, why even have him on a card? Uh, so, he would already be in there before everybody else. But throwing him out first, I don't know. It's, it's, it doesn't make sense for him to be in there. I uh, don't know which way to think about that. Uh, so, I'll, I'll, fucking share a pick with my buddy Nate down there and say the Owen 140 whatever, Kurt Hawkins will be the first That's one eliminated. Eat your heart out, Goldberg. That's a real streak. Yeah. Um, Kurt Hawkins is the first one out. As far as who goes over in that bunch of me middle guys other than Matt Hardy and Elias and uh, I don't really, nobody else that you mentioned jumps out as a pushed character. Um, maybe just because, uh, you know, I, re- I really have. <sighs> Come on, big boy. I gotta go. I, I'm, I'm going to go Elias to win. I mean, uh, I, I don't know or why he's in there. Losing. That's my theory. If he's if he's not winning, I don't know why the why is he even in a match. Although yeah, because he 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 was going to be my guess as Strowman's partner possibly, but uh, no, I'll go Elias to win. Uh, and what's his name to be first, and the match to kind of like not really do anything for anybody. Yeah, no, that's barring now some that's serious the only work. thing that's reoccurring. Who? That's the only thing that's reoccurring. The match not doing anything for anybody. Yeah, bar, I mean, bar unless, some serious... unless they bring, unless they bring uh, Bray Bray back from deletion as a new form of Bray to help Logan Matt or something. There's really nothing I can see leading to anything, and I think it's just a payday for the boys. Get them on in the stadium. They don't got nothing for you, but tomorrow night on Raw, you're going to get your ass pushed. That's all uh, I'm looking I, at, because I just don't since, see it doing anything else. There's since no Nate's got a dark, to it. Since Nate's got a dark horse, and this is no pun and no racial joke, I will say, since there's a uh, Alexander York character and at least a TV presence from Titus Worldwide, I'll give my dark horse to the never-pushed uh, Apollo Cruz, but he's not a prediction. He's a dark horse. I love that Fair guy. Enough. I I do. They are missing out. That guy is such a good worker. 
Yeah. Means nothing in the WWE. Means nothing. Sure. Or very little. Very little. All right. Uh, so that gets us out of the kickoff. Um, I can't only, only took it. three hours. <laughs> yeah. Mm, we didn't do bad. Uh, I can't believe that this match would actually be next on the card, but that's what they've got. Uh, U.S. Championship. Good old Fatal 4-Way. Mr. Orton, the champion, versus Bobby Roode, versus Jinder Mahal, versus Arusev. Uh, man, you know, if, for me, if they would take Jinder Mahal out of here, I'd be a lot happier with this match. I'm not a big I think everybody. Fan. I think everybody would. Um, yeah, he's, he's just, I mean, I know there again, and now I'm gonna, I might have to use some of Nate's logic. He might be in there, and he might win just for the tour. Yeah. But the same could be said for Rusev. But saying all that, I'm going to guess that Mr. Orton retains. Uh, okay. Hmm. Me. All right. This is a match I'm actually looking forward to. Um, getting Bobby Roode on the show. Him and Orton had a had a great match at the last pay per view. Uh, really enjoyed their work. Um, and I'm gonna make this pick. If I'm picking with my head, my head says Randy Orton wins. But boys. It's going to be a beautiful day in New Orleans, and you know what tomorrow is. It is Rusev Day. My heart tells me Rusev Day, and tomorrow we are going to all celebrate Rusev Day. I won't be upset if that happens. Um, I'm going to to use weird... uh, my weird eyes to look at different things in this match. One, uh, a couple of years ago, Aiden English was teaming with a guy who he hated personally and had a fist fight with in Simon Gotch <laughs> in the Vaudevillians and a team that was <laughs> going that gimmick. They, they what were going gimmick. nowhere um, on the main roster. And, he didn't want the stink of Gotch on him because everybody hated Gotch. And finally found a place with Rusev. So his pay just went way up for making the main card and being part of the Rusev thing. Uh, so good for him. Um, and then the second uh, weird look is that Orton has some say because of his tenure and he makes a gazillion dollars a year. Uh, if you guys noticed an article that floated around Orton vouched for Flash Flanagan from back in his OVW days and now 41-year-old Flash Flanagan may get hired due to Orton going to bat for him saying hired his dude. So Orton has some influence. Orton has the same fondness for Bobby Roode, likes Bobby Roode, likes working with Bobby Roode thinks they can do business together. So, they don't really need a title. I say, they're out. I say, gender, uh, 
you're going to get hated by the really splitting hairs race people, Tim, because Jinder is Indian and Saudi Arabia is Arabic, I believe, unless I'm wrong. Correct. And and they'll slash that hair and say that you're a racist, but you know, better you than Whatever. me. Um, but I can deal. Jinder, Jinder seems to be a nice guy. He was on Cabana's podcast, like when he was released. Uh, quit drinking, build his body up on God knows what they're shooting these days. But <laughs> looks like a star from body wise. But this ain't this ain't the '80s. Uh, failed experiment, in my opinion. No, no disrespect to to Jinder himself. Keep cashing those checks, buddy. But uh, I will give the victory. You you should not fuck up a guy that's been there a long time and finally got real real uh, reaction, real uh, following, and is selling those fucking shirts. You should go with the momentum and put the United States title to a sort of baby face Rusev. So I'll take Rusev to go over. So that one that one could go a lot of ways. I just my only thing was that I'm just not quite sure why Jinder's there except maybe they just had to put him somewhere. So they threw him in there. Yeah. And that's not a that's not a slam Bad. on him. I say the same thing you do. He's not the greatest worker, but he gets some heat. So which is more than a lot of them do, so Uh Rusev, if he wins tomorrow, that place will explode. He's and one of those <laughs> Go ahead, I'm sorry. I was, I was going to say bye. Bye then. We both we both said go ahead and we went. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I will I will actually shut up. Go ahead. I was just saying he's one of the most over guys they got, and I'll be representing Rusev Day this week. I've got my Rusev T-shirt ready to go. That's I love this Rusev. Is there? Is there any truth to the rumor that I, I read? I can't remember what dirt sheet it was. I read somewhere that there was a rumor that he had that he wanted out. Uh, he he's he's been he said that he and his wife have said that, and then deleted tweets and all that kind of shit, or said they didn't say it like so, over the years. And who knows whether that's yeah, you never know if that's yeah. work or shoot either. I guess so. All right, fair enough. All right. Uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, Rusev. Rusev Day is WrestleMania. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, here's the match for me that, I mean, I know they got to have it, but I just don't see the point of it. Um, and, yeah, call, I've already got nailed for racist, so I might as well go for sexist, too. Uh, nice. Women's, raw Women's Championship. Alexa, little sweet. Alexa Bliss versus Naya. I'm going to kill somebody in the ring one of these days, Jax. I gotta figure that they gotta give it to her finally. I don't know how they can have Alexa Bliss one on one with Nia Jax win. We just can't see it. Mickey James will be in our corner. Unless somebody does the run in. But I'm still gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna say Nia Jax finally gets the belt. Yeah, this one's uh, this one will be your uh, watch Alexa walk down the aisle and get in the ring, and then uh, watch Nia walk down the aisle and get in the ring because they're both beautiful women. Um, Indeed. And then go get. But there's such. Then go to the bathroom. Uh, get a refill on your pizza. Get your drinks. Um, you know, stretch your legs a little bit because uh, this match ain't going to be no uh, 
Briscoe Funk Classic, as JR would say. This is going to be no catch-as-catch-can style. Uh, Alexa's not going to be able to do anything with Nia, and Alexa's fantastic. Uh, and, you know, Nia, for what, Nia's a good image for the WWE. And, again, I'll tell you, she's beautiful. I think she's gorgeous. Um, Nia's going to win. They've turned her face by using her, by publicly shaming her for her weight and her being a body positive woman. And uh, <clears throat> you go, girl. And I'm going to sound really dumb, but you go, girl. You work, but you show that stuff. So, Nia wins. Um, and Alexa's long reign ends. Okay. Um, I follow weird shit. I follow Paige's Instagram. Uh, respecting kayfabe, real life best friends, Alexa Bliss, the odd couple, and Nia Jax are tighter than tight. But to respect kayfabe, Nia Jax now travels with Paige and they video their trips and stuff, etc. Um, there's nothing more that a friend, a true friend in the business, likes to do than put their best friend over as opposed to one of the other girls or guys. Uh, Alexa doesn't need a title to be over at this point. She's over as much as I hate to admit it because I always dog her. Um, Don't you talk James, bad about her. She is a babe. She is an angel. Yeah. Um, she is. Uh, she seems like a nice person, but uh, the rap on her with me is always she acts like a wrestler as, to, as opposed to being a wrestler in my opinion. But you know, whatever. Um, tomorrow's a happy day. Uh, paydays galore. Mickey James, a mother, gets a big payday for being on the main show, even though she'll interfere. Probably some spot, strength spot, where a double fucking <clears throat> Samoan slam or something to to put Mickey out. And I agree with both of you that as Nia Jax covers her face lying down, as opposed to looking at the ceiling after she gets pinned, will shed a tear of joy that she gave the opportunity, handed the title to her friend, who the storyline also goes along with Be A Star, which they're doing their one of their campaigns, and they've done in New Orleans, where the bully gets, even in this case, the bully is the little person, gets... Uh, foiled, and, and the one picked on rises above. So Nia Jax will win the title at WrestleMania due to all those variables. It's a, it's a social media win, if they let yeah. her have it, because they can go for so many angles. Uh, even yeah. though we all will admit, for at least uh, from the neck up, she's a gorgeous woman. She's a little big for my tastes, hey. but, but, I can, but I can see why a guy would like her, because she's, she's, you know, as they say, built like a brick shit house as we say up here. Uh, but she doesn't fit the typical diva bullshit body image and all that crap. So that they can use that in you know, and you know, that's just marketing gold. So yeah. Hope hopefully they're smart enough to do it, but God only knows. Yeah. So we all agreed on that one. That's a first. That hasn't happened yet. There we go. Probably won't probably won't again. Uh, SmackDown Tag Team Championship Triple Threat Match. Good God. Uh, Usos versus Usos Champions versus the New Day versus the Bludgeon Brothers. 
you know, I like the Usos, and I like the New Day, but goddamn, I'm tired of seeing them. No offense to either team, but man, how many times have these guys fought in the last two years? A lot. Agreed. Um, so whatever they do, I hope it's the end of that. I hope it's, that, that that story is finished. Um, and yet, you know, the Bludgeon Brothers, that's an interesting add to that match. I'm gonna go with though I I I think the I think the new day turns and and gets the title but they they go they go heel. I will Inter- interesting thought. I I will 100% respectfully disagree with you. Um, new day as a lot of people think they're stale or this or that. They're still over as it gets. They're the new day. Uh, the Usos, the New Day, they've had a great rivalry, great feud. Um, I've really enjoyed it. They have great matches, always have. And it's been great and all, but the rise of the Bludgeon Brothers as the former Wyatt family now turned, uh, Game of Thrones meets Bruiser Brody, um, uh, the Bludgeon Brothers are going to win the t- the titles um, in good form. Luke Harper, Eric Rowan, they deserve it. Great guys, uh, good workers, and uh, basically it's a uh, main roster war machine. So it'll be good. Me, uh, I agree on Tim's side. New Day and Usos, although very skilled. And I agree with Nate that they are over to the fans that aren't like me. They're over to the kids pouring that shit in their face and all that nonsense. And they sell merch. Uh, but New New Day against Usos, fucking, uh, I'd, ra- I'd fucking rather uh, rip my eyelids off and pour acid on my eyeballs seeing those fucking five guys do something again. Um Edge and Christian always put them over as they're having some great matches that that re, that remind me of us and the Dudleys and 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 the and the Hardy brothers, um, but you know they are uh, not over like that to me when they do some good in ring shit. I don't like either of them. Uh, Uso's been there eight years. It's a to, congratulations. It's their first time on the main fucking card after all these years, um, but. And they changed their gimmick with the penitentiary and ish, and they one says something and the other says the fucking whatever spoken word. It's not rap. And they got the Raiders colors and yada yada yada. To me, they're still stale. They're great in the ring, but I don't give a fuck about either of them. Bludgeon Brothers, it would be a criminal act if you put them on the sidelines when they were both healthy. Came back with this monster push where they're over as fuck. Like uh, Game of Thrones meets Brody also meets Road Wars type of fucking devastation. If the Bludgeon Brothers don't fucking kill them both, uh, there was no reason to create that gimmick in the first place. So Bludgeon Brothers win, hopefully in convincing fashion. And that music plays because I like that. Dun, 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 dun. And go Bludgeon Brothers. That's That's who I'm rooting for. All right. Uh, 
got 22 minutes, so we got about half hour to go. Um, Intercontinental Championship Triple Threat Match. Let me the champion versus Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins. Oh, boy. I can't stand Seth Rollins, even though I know he is uh, considered to be a pretty good worker and fairly popular. Maybe even over, some might say. Uh, Finn Balor. I like Demon Guy. Finn Balor, not quite as much. He's all right, but I like, I like the other persona better. And The Miz is that guy that you just, for me anyway, I fucking hate him, but I like him, if you know what I mean. He oh. does his job well. Maybe doesn't take the bumps that some other guys do. But he, he gets her done in there, and he has been one loyal, you know, he's he's kind of John Cena light. He does all the shit they ask him to do, and he does it, and all the dumb shit, and he does it, and he does their stupid fucking movies, and he gets rewarded, I guess. Uh, I think he, and because he just had a baby and all that, uh, he's going to retain. Um, for me, this match is the hard, one of the hardest ones to, to pick, uh, mainly because... There's so many different ways you can go with it. Love Rollins, love Balor. Um, was never the biggest Miz fan, but Miz um, has really grown on me since the Talking Smack thing with Daniel Bryan. I thought he did a great job on there. Um, and Miz was really nice to me when I ran into him randomly at a uh, <laughs> at a Bob Evans. Uh, I turn around, and I'm picking up, I'm picking up carry out, and I'm. I turn around and there's Miz and Maurice right there in front of me. And I was like, I shook Miz's hand and said, you know, hey, enjoy your work. Uh, Nice to meet you and enjoy your day. And I left. And Miz was super nice. He said, thank you. Uh, You know, thanks for watching and all that. Him and Maurice were both very polite. But, you know, I didn't bug him. I didn't like, hey, can I take a picture or, you know, shit like that. I know better. Um, Your wife is hot. Boy, is she. Good Lord. But um, <laughs> anyway, uh, I think Rollins is over. And I think Rollins is – I know Tim doesn't like him, but I'm a fan. Um, the guy who needs it the most will be Balor. And I think Balor needs to win because Balor has yet to have a, a good title run on the main roster. Miz um, will be gone for a while. With Maurice having the baby, he's going to take some time off. I feel um, so, and he he deserves some time off uh, with a new baby. So I think Miz is going to be kind of gone for maybe a month or two, and uh, I think Balor wins uh, in, in a good match. Okay, um, I despised. Uh, uh, despise key word with the D in past tense Seth Rollins when he was pushed to the moon as uh, Triple H and Stephanie's company guy and they forced him to talk 15 minutes when he's not that good of a talker with that skunk hair back in the day as the top guy in the company despised him uh, never took away his work work rate although he was clumsy and hurt a few people but 
you know, that's WWE style, meaning indie crash test dummy style. Uh, I think he's improved with that too. Um, him against Bauer this past Monday, I guess it was. I saw most of it, and I thought it was fantastic in ring. Um, Bauer's entrance is star-like. His body is not. His speaking is not. Uh, but he's got the Bauer club now, so I imagine Gallows and Anderson may have something to do with something. Uh, Miz, like you said, is just steady Miz. He does as Daniel Bryan would say, that soft WWE style, but he never gets hurt because he does. Does that short DDT thing, does the Skull Crusher finale, all his signature moves. <clears throat> gets his shit in and gets out and goes home and makes a lot of money. So, that said, uh, dark horse for match of the evening because of uh, Balor and Rollins in ring and Miz's ability to be at the right place at the right time. Uh, championship will change hands. And the new owner, whether it be through Gallows and Anderson or just through some kind of fuck finish to make him a slight heel, will be Finn Balor. Boo. Okay. But anyhow. Yes, all right. Fair, fair enough. Good analysis. I, I don't disagree. This is WWE. Right, real quick, real quick. I, I teased on Twitter that we would talk everything New Orleans tonight, so it doesn't look like we're going to get to much of that. But um, you know, we got five, we'll try we got to five be. matches to go, and we got uh, about twenty minutes. So, yeah. So. Well, if if we go over, it's not a big deal. Yeah, we can go over for uh, you know fifteen minutes or so, but we'll just we'll just chug along and we'll get there. Some of these aren't really going to take that long because we're getting out of the, uh, we're getting down to the two on, one on one matches here, so it won't take us long. I don't um, want either of you to do it. I don't want either of you to do it now, but after we get through WrestleMania, I'd like uh, Omega and uh, Cody. Supercard of Honor was not yet in the ring as I came on the air, so I know the rest of the results, but. Um, if you could check later, that'd be appreciated. Just so we could talk we'll about that. We can have a look. Um, all right, we got tag team match: <coughs> Daniel Bryan and Shane <coughs> McMahon against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Uh, God only knows. Hey Tim. Uh, my, Tim, did you? Yes, sir. Have we skipped the? Have we skipped the match? Mm, I don't know. Have we? We're not done yet. What one are you uh, looking for? I figured the tag team match between Strowman and the Bar would be before this one, but or is it listed? Oh, we did. Yeah, no, you're right. We did miss one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is listed before that. You're correct. Yeah, Cesaro and Sheamus versus Braun and a partner of his choosing. Correct. We did miss one. All right. Backtrack. I still think they're going to win. I think Braun might come out with... I don't know. I don't... There again, this is not a match where I don't know what the point of it is. I don't understand why they let it... I mean, okay, he's a big beast. I get it. He can beat two guys. I get it. But I don't I don't know what the secretive partner of his choosing stuff is all about. I don't understand the... I don't know what they're trying to accomplish with this match. 
Um, although I've got to assume that Braun Strowman and whoever he picks are going to win. Or else then I really don't know what they're doing if that doesn't happen. But, God, that really sucks for the other two because they're both uh, – I like them both. I think they, they make a good team, those two. Yeah. Uh, no no, pr- no prediction on tag team partner for you, Tim? I don't have a fucking clue. I, I really don't. I don't know. I mean, unless they're pulling somebody off the show who's already been in. Yeah, I got nothing. Uh, I, Cesaro, who I've admitted is my personal favorite pro wrestler currently uh, in the world. Uh, I hate that, that he and Sheamus are going to lose this match, um, but I think they need to. And I, and I hope eventually Cesaro can go back and do a singles run because I think he's good enough. Um. But can you guys hear me good? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're all right. Okay. Okay. Um, I think Strowman and his mystery partner win this match, and his mystery partner will be Samoa Joe. That would work. To me, uh, the old what? gimmick of two guys who can't stand each other who beat the piss out of each other, team up, get the tag title. Okay, but why, why would he ever pick him, though? He can pick he whoever he wants. Why Why would he pick somebody he don't like? He doesn't like anybody. So then why he don't like anybody. Anyone? He don't like anybody, but since they forced he him to pick, he might, have, he, might have, he, yeah, he might as well pick somebody who's tough or something, some stupid thing. And All right, fair enough. And that way, if they're a team, they can still feud with each other. Basically, they just do one up. Turn on him at some point. And eventually, they, he turns on him, and we get another great couple monsters out of it. So, the, so in other words, the person who should really be afraid of this match is Sheamus, because he's going to be the odd man out. Basically. Fair enough. Not necessarily, but anyway, uh, we're we're too late to even talk about undercard stuff uh, thoroughly. Uh, Braun Strowman's team wins over Debar because um, they they not only <laughs> set the bar, that. they are Debar. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, um, real little editor's note. The Vince McMahon insistence on no heel managers who could talk. A heel manager would really help the bar um, to be over. I agree. And many guys, many teams, many guys, et cetera, et cetera. So maybe when Vince goes to XFL or I don't want to wish death on the greatest promoter of all time, but whenever things change, if managers are back, uh, you guys might have my number. Anyway, um Take me, take me. I will. Uh, you're too damn big. I can get away with it. Um, uh, the match itself uh, will be nothing. It will be quick. Um, there's been speculation from Ellsworth to Samoa Joe to Hulk Hogan to Elias 
many others. And I'm just going to go with the predictable, boring, shitty-ass WWE surprise and say the partner will be the big show. Well, it's the big show. Like, three people will pop that are casual fans. I remember that guy. And uh, they will destroy them, win the championships. In the spirit of, uh, it's not a little guy, big guy, but you say, why would they go there? It's, I, don't even, I don't even know if this is an excuse, but there's been weird teams like Show Miz and uh, Jarrah Show. And Big Show always seems to win the fucking tag team title with somebody. Sure and it's always a letdown. And I think they'll let everybody down Maybe and make that the mystery partner. And that's Maybe who that's wins the belt, last, Big Show uh, and Braun. That's his last crumb before he packs it in. Maybe. Well, he, he's the one who put Braun put him out, right? The last time he was active through the cage or something. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So, if Big Show could yeah, survive, right. I'd put him through the cage. I'll take him as my partner. But yeah. right. fair enough. All right, back to well, the tag team match. You'll hear an entire crowd of people that just go, huh? Entire air will come out of the building. Yeah. Uh, Daniel and Shane versus Mr. Owens and Mr. Zane. Um, uh, I have to assume that this is a setup that Owens and Zane are going to stomp the living crap out of Brian and McMahon. Uh, Brian will get the uh, he'll 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 start to come back, and Shane will turn, and they will all head to Raw victorious, leaving Daniel Bryan bloody and beaten in the ring. Um, I agree a hundred percent. Zayn and Owens win, and Shane turns heel. And since Shane resigned from SmackDown, Shane will end up on Raw with his sister as the Evil Empire, and Kurt Angle will join Daniel Bryan on SmackDown as a way to kind of shake things up. You'll have two faces on SmackDown running the show, and you'll have two heels running Raw to try to change things up and get it interesting on Raw again. Okay. My take will make a trifecta. We all agree Shane will turn heel. I don't think it will be overt. I think they'll tease both to the crowd, turning at different points in the match. I think it will be a very good match, not a match of the night at all. I love Owens. Like Zane, I I probably never publicly said this, uh, and it might be influenced by my random meeting with Kevin at a Wawa convenience store. where he impressed me with his coolness. Um, oh, he's super. He's a super nice guy. I met him a couple times. And I, I consider him, if you, if, you, if you think about his body of work in the WWE and NXT, I think he's underrated because he uh, has consistently been in, put it this way, I wouldn't say he's the best wrestler in the world, but I would say he's always been in the top ten for the past four years, maybe even in independent days when I wasn't paying that much attention to him, which I should have because some of his fucking promos were gold when he had no script, um, just burying people. And he's got all the tools except the million-dollar body, but he got over instead of that. Anyway, enough kissing his ass. Um, Brian uh, hopefully won't do anything stupid like a missile dropkick where he lands on his fucking head and gets himself out again. 
They'll tease. The match will be good. And eventually, there'll be something to lead to the Shane heel turn, as opposed, even though they'll reveal afterward it was all along. But some kind of ref <laughs> bump, uh, mis- miscommunication, move out of the way. Somebody hits somebody. Then Shane goes off. Owens and Zane kind of leave the deal, and Shane just really brutalizes uh, Daniel Bryan because there is no reason. Much like Gargano, Daniel Bryan is a baby face. There's no Absolutely. reason to have him be have him be the bad guy in any scenario. So no, I don't know what will happen in the future. Don't know any future plans with those guys the four of them, but I know that Daniel Bryan will uh, come out as a baby face and will lose the match. Yeah, he doesn't need to win, that's for sure. He can lose and take the beating and be probably more over than when the night started. So if the booking team's listening to our stupid show because the three of us agreed the chain turns, they're going to have a midnight fucking meeting and make Daniel, <laughs> Daniel turn just the fuck Daniel off. Daniel Bryan turns, goes bad. Does he uh, all right. Uh, SmackDown women's match. What sometimes next? you gotta do. Sometimes you gotta do the obvious, yeah. even if it's even if it's so obvious everybody and their brother sees it. Sometimes you gotta do it just to make sense of the story. Yeah. Yeah, it fits the storyline too well not to do it. But of course, there again, we're talking about sense here. So who knows? But that's what I. Yeah. SmackDown women's match, championship match. Charlotte, the greatest fucking worker who ever lived, Flair, versus Oscar. Now, I know what I want to see happen here, but I don't think it's going to. I would love to see Charlotte get schooled and have them run down a, a, a storyline where she's not the greatest. God damn, I'm a flare. I thought I was the greatest. What, you know, and have her go down that road of self-doubt, et cetera, et cetera. But they'll never do that. Um, she'll win. Might not be clean, but she'll retain anyway. Um, uh, this match is being built like it's going to be amazing. Um, we'll see. I have my doubts. Uh, it should be good on paper, but styles don't mesh. Uh, Charlotte will be the person that they want to lead the match, and Oscar may not be able to follow with her, depending on what they have to do. Um, Oscar's had a few good matches in WWE, but most have just been beatings. Uh, her match with Ember Moon was good. I don't know who. I'm assuming Oscar was the one who directed that one. Um, I think Oscar wins, and that will be that. Okay. Um, Ric Flair traditionally has never had a good match. I mean, you can point out one or two exceptions, both of you, from different eras, I'm sure. But he's never worked well with the Japanese. Uh, Charlotte Flair as a baby face is awful. She has, uh, I don't say Baron Corbin has six moves. I don't even pay attention that deeply. But if he has six moves, according to my friend Nate, 
then Charlotte has four as a baby face instead of like many as a heel. Charlotte was an excellent heel, excellent fucking promo as a heel. Tore up her old man on television, which was fucking fantastic. As a baby face, she's fucking mediocre at best, just tall and nothing. Uh, Oscar, Oscar has not learned to work WWE style at all. Maybe a little bit. Um, they didn't really mesh, in my opinion, in the mixed match challenge. Uh, Sasha could work with any of the two of them, and that tells me that Sasha's like the Ricky Steamboat of that of that equation. She's actually better than the Flair, but. Flair gets the push. Um, there's no way they end Oscar's streak with Ronda Rousey on the on the roster because there's got to be future shit. So Oscar pins Charlotte or makes her tap or some bullshit. Uh, as hard as it is to picture uh, Charlotte going down on the big stage, Oscar is yeah I get the I get that too. Um, uh, so I predict Oscar wins in a match that uh, will be underwhelming at best. And mark my words, either Charlotte's moonsault outside or something that Charlotte does, Oscar will be nowhere to be found and it will be a completely botched spot. And because they, they just have no chemistry, the communication's a problem, everything's a problem. What the fuck? My other line's ringing. Here we go. Boop. Hey, I've been listening since the first time I called, right? This fucking show is the biggest fucking collection of three fucking Mark idiots. Listen, I don't know the TR Shocker or whatever the fuck his name is, but he's the fucking biggest moron of the three. I, I looked on the internet, all I could find was fucking some connect me to wide jump or some shit like that. He never had nothing that I seen on the internet. He probably never fucking wrestled. He probably made it all up. But anyway, you guys are disrespectful to the Japanese who are superior to everyone and everything on earth. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oscar is a polished five star. Do you realize she wrestled Minoru Suzuki? Do you realize Suzuki and her wrestled? Wrestle the man through a 72 star match, you fucking Mark idiots. How the fuck? If, if it wasn't for my picture of Okada and my reoccurring hard ons, I would put Oscar's picture up there. And I don't even like women necessarily, but she is Asian. And Charlotte Flair, Rick Flair was the greatest American wrestler in his time in the NWA. It was before I was born, but I watched tapes. You ever watch a tape, you three idiots? I watch videotape. Anyway, I watch videotape of the greats from past, present, and future. And you guys know nothing, and I'm wearing a Japanese shirt right now. Actually, I'm slanting my fucking eyes on purpose, and I, I have trouble driving, but, that, and, but I'm good at math. But anyway, um, I, hate, I hate to say all that, but you're fucking watch if you think that Oscar the queen, the empress of tomorrow, today, tomorrow, whatever the fuck you want to say, she's the empress and the queen. It'll be a seven-star match, and we'll blow away your fucking TV down. And it'll, even, it'll be so good, Drew Brees' fucking thing on his face will fall off. That's all I got to say. Hello. I'm fucking sick of this, because every time I try to Ladies check on this call... 
That is, I now know who that is. That is an incognito Jerry Lee Lewis. Who? It's Jerry Lee Lewis. Oh, Jerry Lee Lewis. Nutty Professor. You know, Nutty Professor. That's fucking Jerry Lee Lewis. Jerry Lewis. Back from the grave. Jerry Lewis. Jerry Lewis. The the Lee's the crazy. Wild and and Haven Haven. Now you got to do that next time. Or or I hope he does it (laughs) next time. Crazy lady. Well, uh, I don't know what I don't know what that fucking car said, but I go with Oscar with a choke out and a, and a disappointing match. <laughs> I think uh, our viewer, listener Scott would like to go with Oscar in a choke out as well. Oh, so Scott Scott agreed with me. I believe so. I think he may be quite. Okay. Uh, he was choking something different. I think, but okay, cool, cool. Good <laughs> for anyway. Scott. Glad- Keep yeah, listening, buddy. Um, Not to be confused with Scott Roberts. We're down to though. the uh, we're down to yeah. the final three matches, the, the biggies. Well, two of them. I don't know about the third one or the next one. <sighs> Gold medalist Kurt Angle and MMA great Ronda Rousey. Ronda, what is she? Rowdy, Rousey, whatever the fuck they're calling her. Uh, versus Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. This could be gold, or it could be a fuck show of epic proportions. I'm kind of leaning to fuck show of epic proportions, because I don't think Ronda can do shit in the ring. Um, uh, Kurt can, but I don't know that Kurt should be doing anything in the ring. Because he looked like blown out after uh, one ankle lock there the other night. He was sweating and red, and he looked like he was ready to pack it in. Um, Triple H, well, he's gonna he's gonna get a he's gonna pedigree somebody. We know that. Uh, will Stephanie McMahon let Ronda Rousey beat her up on at WrestleMania? You know, I, I don't know what they're gonna do with this match. I really don't know which way this is gonna go. I'm leaning towards at least Rousey coming out looking good. But I don't necessarily know that they'll win. I'm going to guess Triple H and Stephanie win by cheating. And then Ronda gets her comeuppance on Stephanie after the match. Um, This match has four people in it. Only one of them have any business in a wrestling ring right now. And, and, he and he barely does. And he barely does. And he, exactly. Um, yeah. Angle had the the match with the Shield where he went down and he went to the back and I'm assuming, you know, had an oxygen mask and a couple Gatorades and fixed himself and came back out and made the big save. Uh, Stephanie never was a good worker, never has been a good worker, never will be a good worker. <laughs> Uh, Ronda's don't need to be. <laughs> no, she doesn't need to be at all. She doesn't. No, I doesn't need to be. Ronda's really green, um, but she's Ronda Rousey. So you can't have Ronda Rousey and not use her. So I don't blame them a bit. Um, this oh, no, match is going to be a lot. Of, this match is going to be a lot of hoopla, a lot of uh, just you know nothing too strenuous. Angle and Triple H will do most of the heavy lifting. Um, 
Kurt and Rhonda win, feel good story. If you bring Rhonda in and have her lose, then what was all, what was the point? Um, even if she gets cheated, there's no point. Uh, so Rhonda Kurt win, and uh, a lot of hoopla, a lot of uh, you know, uh, smoke and mirrors to try to make this one look good. Well, and as, as you said earlier, to add Nate, there's talk that this match might go last. Yeah, and that would just be a shame. Unless you oh, want God, to get out of it. Yeah, that would be a travesty if it went. I just don't. I just. I'm not excited for Unless this match. Unless they got I something mean, planned for it. I don't know what that could I'm, possibly be, but. Unless they pull a fast one. But on paper, this match is like, well, at least Kurt Angle comes out in the singlet. So that's what I'm looking forward to. You know, to. Uh, Kurt Angle can't go, and he has a replacement. And it's uh, fucking a rock. Now, I know that's not going to happen, but it would have to be something on that scale or else yeah. putting it last is just pointless. Well, that, that's what they wanted, and apparently they can't, but I never believe all those stories about insurance and stuff. But anyhow, <clears throat> my turn. Um, disagree with both of you. <laughs> uh, oh, what a surprise. All f- uh, three of the four been around the business for eons. Um, been in big matches, the the two male uh, performers, their whole career. Doesn't matter if it's once a year. Um, agreed that Kurt Angle went from the greatest condition ever to, to strangely blown blown up, but uh, he reported on his Instagram or Twitter or something that he's training his balls off and his cardio's back up. Um, <clears throat> I think Triple H and uh, Angle will do most of the work building to Stephanie's, you know, yell and facials and heel mannerisms. It will tell a story. The finish, I am stumped because you can't turn Ronda heel to join them because what's she going to do, beat up a dude? You can't have dudes and chicks fighting each other in WWE, even though you can't everywhere else, because that doesn't go along with their women power storyline. Um and their outside activities with organizations and shit. Uh, the finish, <clears throat> I was sure that they would just love the stinger with all that shit they did for him, and his WrestleMania moment would have been to beat Triple H. But who won that match? It was Triple H. Yeah. So it's hard uh, to... Uh, go I ahead if you got to I heard rumor that uh, Triple H wanted Sting to go over, but Sting thought it would be his last match ever, so he wanted to go out on a loss. Again, okay. that's rumor. Take it with a grain of salt. I, I'm not sure. Um, anyway, uh, gun to my head, whatever the case may be, it will it will not go away. It will be a story on Raw the next night. Um, but I'd say the match will be surprisingly good, not match of the night, but maybe like fourth best match of the night. And Ronda will be better than you guys are giving her credit for because they're going over that spot every fucking minute of every day that they get free from their other activities. So it's almost impossible for her to fuck up unless she's totally clueless. Uh, I got to go prize of double tap to the... Uh, the leg, what, what's his leg thing? The ankle lock and arm bar 
double tap, and Kurt will be the nice guy and pull Ronda off Stephanie so he doesn't break her arm. And uh, that will be a happy ending if it comes on last. And for now, Ronda will be a successful baby face and valued as the draw she is because if they devalue her already, that will lose them a ton of money. So, okay, there I go. Do they want her to be a heel or a face? I don't know, but right now she's a face, so... Uh, yeah, that's true enough. But what better way to turn her heel than... Your, I, I, I take that, story, that goes back... I, 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 go ahead. That goes back to the male-female thing. If there was another female involved, I could see her being a fucking heel turn, but she'd have to beat up Kurt okay, Angle, well, what if? Which, Okay, but what if uh, Kurt Kurt bends over to help Stephanie uh, so that she doesn't get her arm broken in the arm bar? Ronda pops up and clubs him in the back of the head and puts him out. Again, though, what are you going to do from there? Feud Kurt against Ronda, or does just Kurt got to okay, well, yeah, now, now she's hated, right? Yeah, that's the trouble. Like, who are they, who's she going to fight? I suppose you're right. Like, who's next? Yeah, there's anybody. nothing that can lead. It can't lead to anything. Okay, so who's she? Oh, all right. So if that's the case, who's she going to fight if they keep her babyface? Uh, they'll continue that storyline. Uh, she broke Stephanie's arm, and Stephanie can hire female and she can bring somebody to to mess her up. All right, fair enough. Like uh, like Baszler down the road. Yeah, some shit like that. Okay, fair enough. So we're kind of in agreement that that's we really don't know what's going to happen in that match. <laughs> Pretty much. All. But I, I, I think okay. it's going to be better than you guys think. <laughs> oh, I said it. I said it could have the potential to be gold, but they're going to have to do it perfect for that to happen. And I don't know if they can. But we got it two left to good. go. It could be good. Uh, WWE Championship match: Mr. AJ Styles against Mr. Nakamura. I like both these guys. Uh, I always thought they never really, despite the fact that Styles is a champion, I still don't think he gets enough of a push because he's not really their guy, per se. Um, Then I feel that way about Nakamura, too, because I always figured he could have come right over. and I mean, they pushed him, but they they haven't pushed him as hard as I think they could have. I have to assume that... Uh, Nakamura is going to go over in this one. Uh, any comment on the on the match rating with our new match uh, scale? Um, Thumbs down. I don't know how this, it, unless they totally fuck this matchup. I don't know how it can't be at least one thumb. <coughs> okay, you're not you're not going to go out on a, on a limb and say two. I'm thumbs. not sure about two because I don't know that they're going to let them do the things they would need to do. Because they've kind of grounded some of those moves that I really like to see. You just don't really see them doing them anymore. So I don't know. I'm going to risk okay. one of them getting hurt to to uh, the uh, Styles Clash. Or, I mean, and every time Nakamura puts that knee to somebody's head, I shudder. Because, you know, that's a that's a, a movement away from being a, a concussion. Face splatter. So, yeah. yeah. So, you know, I don't know. They risk that with both those guys? I don't know. I mean, yeah. Do they have the potential? Could, can they put on a two thumb match? Sure. 
Will they? Don't know about that. But I'd, I'd have to say at least a one for sure. Who who'd you say is going over Nakamura? I don't think Nakamura is going to go over. Okay. This this match has no reason not to be the best match on the card. They are building it like it is a dream match, even though it's already happened once. These two are very familiar with each other. They know each other well. They've worked each other before. The only thing that worries me about this match is I think it's going to be good. It should be one thumb up no matter what. The only thing that will stop it from being two thumbs up is, well, there's two things. One, does WWE limit them? Does WWE limit them on what they can do? Two, does WWE cut their time depending on what goes long? Because they're going to give Angle, Rousey, if that goes on before this match, they will give that match more time than it needs. And they will cut this match. Because to me, WWE is more concerned about Brock and Roman and Ronda and Kurt, Triple H and Stephanie than they are this match. This is the wrestling fans match. The other two is the sports entertainment fans match. So this match should be amazing if it's given time. Uh, I think Nakamura goes over. Any thumbs up prediction? Uh, At least one. Should be two if they give them time and don't restrict them. Okay. And even even, even though I I hear the uh, other line ringing, I'm not letting that guy come on because uh, we went too long. But he usually comes on when he hears a Japanese name. But anyway, uh, maybe that'll be for the review if he calls. Um, This will just be. Yeah. This will this will be <laughs> uh, Asian Scott or something. He'll be in a stupid okay. seven eventually. But um, okay, um, real. I'll try to be quick. Uh, as the date grows closer, and especially with the competitive nature of the guys who really like to work in the ring, seeing Gargano and them tonight. Uh, that does that does resonate with some of the boys. Like a guy like Gordon will be like, I don't give a fuck. But guys like Brian and Owens and Styles, et cetera, care about that shit. So um, the time, I think uh, they also like you made a good point about who they care about: the Angle match, the Lesnar match, and, and this match. They can't put any of those three in front or in back of this. They got to spread that out over the uh, time because that'll fuck up the focus and shit. But anyhow, <clears throat> I'm I'm leaning towards they are going to give them 25 minutes. 25 minutes. I will absolutely because I've said this before. I disagree with Tim a little bit in that uh, he came in on fire and had an amazing match with Zane and. I just don't think he was uh he knew how to get over enough besides his music and he learned and now uh, they put him in the right town in Philly when he won the Royal Rumble and it's going to be the right crowd at WrestleMania cuz it'll be a lot of smart people from all over the world smart geeks who are going to salivate about this matchup. I'm going to pop like a like a 13-year-old when his music plays. I love that fucking song. Um 
What I don't like, and this goes back to Jericho beating AJ in his first WrestleMania, is the lack of respect for AJ because everybody says he's the best worker of the modern era, yet he jobs for everybody, and you can't keep doing that too much. Um, unfortunately for him, I think he jobs again. I think that they do pull out a two-thumbs-up match, and you will see a hug after the match, one of those mutual respect like we did it. A lot of false finishes. He will kick out of the King Shasa or however you say it. He will kick out of the fucking calf crusher. Not kick out, you know what I mean. Um, and the styles clash. They'll both be bewildered, and then a second or third King Sasa will will get it. They'll both come out baby faces, raise each other's hands, and announcers will put it over, crowd will put it over, and it will be a two-star match of the night if you're in the in-ring. And I changed my tune completely on that within, like, the last 24 hours for some reason, but uh, I think it will be... It will live up to the hype. And Nakamura for the third uh, time from us three will go over and will be champion. <clears throat> All right. So that leaves us with the big one. And possibly, yeah. and possibly, and, and possibly a and, yeah, match that and possibly a, some kind of well, a Cena Undertaker thing too, which nobody seems yeah. to be talking whether anything's going to happen there or not. Um, so we won't go there. Um, Rumor so has been waiting for next year. Good God. So what, so the Undertaker can be even slower and in, in worse shape? I don't know. I, I guess he, he, I, he's probably starting his entrance tomorrow. Well, and then by the time he gets to the <laughs> ring, it'll be 35. Uh, nice. I, I, I think since we already op- opened that can of worms, why don't, why don't you just give that opinion? All right. Well, if to? that happens, if they decide to go down that road, I I have to admit, I would love to see him come out on the bike in the American badass fucking thing with Kid Rock and the whole nine yards. I, I'd like to see that. Don't know if they'll do it or not, but I, I, I wouldn't mind seeing that. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I never thought he ever should have lost when he did. No. And it sure as hell don't hurt John Cena any if he loses. Um, if anything, it might be as a notch on his belt that he fights him to the bitter end but just doesn't quite have enough and loses. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. Undertaker should win that, but of course this is WWE, so who the fuck knows? And he may want to... I mean, if, if Cena was full-time and all that, I might look at it differently, but he's kind of like headed down the road of only working every now and then, too, so I don't know. He doesn't really need to win, does he? Nope. No. So my thinking is is you finally give the Undertaker the send-off he should have had and let him go over and finally retire that motherfucker already. But... (laughs) You know how the WWE Uh, works, though. We need a a name. God damn it, it's WrestleMania time and we need a name. Phone up Mark. See if Mark will fucking dust off the boots. We throw enough money at him, maybe he'll wrestle again. And I can't blame him for doing that if they're throwing millions of dollars at him for or a million dollars for one fucking match. I can't blame him for for taking the money. 
Mm-hmm. Nate? Uh, I think Taker should be done. Um, however, they built this up for weeks, and if something doesn't happen, then why, what was the point? But it's a no-win situation. Taker shouldn't lose, and Cena shouldn't lose to a guy who's in his 50s who got beat by Roman Reigns. Um, Taker losing the streak made him not as special anymore. Granted, we love him. I love Taker. I love him. I love Taker, but it's time. I, I don't want to. I don't want to see him anymore. Except the whole. Any more than than I want to see him. I mean, with old, you know. Oh well, he'd get a pop. Well, yeah, he would. But good God, yeah, he just doesn't belong there anymore. It's time for those guys to go. And finally, or any more than, or if Ric Flair hits the ring, okay, we just just don't need to see it anymore. Let's keep the memories as good as they are and leave it be. I kind I kind of got lost um, in in Nate's. Uh, Nate, do you think there's going to be a match? I'm sorry, I, I I had to move across the room in the middle of your dissection. Is there going to be a match? Uh, Is it going to be a good match? Who's going over? I don't think there'll be a match at this WrestleMania. There's already so much. Um, I think they'll build it for next year. Unfortunately. Okay, and Tim, your 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 uh. Assessment was there. Well, will I'm, be some not, sort I mean, of I, I'm, I'm about where he is. I mean, I don't know why they would have bothered doing all the shit they did building up to it if they're not going to have a match, unless he can't do it. And that's about the only thing okay. I can come up with is that they that they planned on doing it, but he really can't, so they do nothing. But if there is one, Undertaker wins. Okay, I have a uh, completely different set of eyes on this business. I have uh, a year long. Angle, which will play out tomorrow. The year being the hat, the gar, the gear, the uh, legitimate retirement of The Undertaker, even though I think he fucking came back for something in between, didn't he? I'm not sure if that was this year or last year. Did he stay away a full year? He hasn't wrestled since WrestleMania. Right, he was on Raw 25. Okay, I knew he'd come back for something. Mm. But you could argue that that was just whatever, a nostalgia thing. And WWE thinks people forget, which I do, but Nate Bush and people with a sane mind don't. They remember everything. Um, But I'm going to go with WWE's logic that everybody only remembers the hat, the gear, the farewell, the hand up, Roman Reigns retired, the dead man. One year in the making is, according to Edge, Taker and Cena have only met once one-on-one in their storied careers. Uh, That furthers this storyline of mine that I think is going under the radar. Uh, I heard rumors over the years that the reason they didn't work that much is because Taker thought John Cena was, quote, the shits. And he'd rather work with guys like Triple H and Shawn Michaels and stuff like that. I don't agree that John Cena is the shit. I think he's great, but he's an unorthodox worker, if that's what he meant. But anyway, uh, I think Cena in his promo was very telling, saying, you're not a god, meaning you're not the Undertaker. You're not even a man. Kid Rock gets inducted into the Hall of Fame, is playing live. Somehow, someway, Cena will be in the crowd at some point. 
as a fan, as he promised, because he loves WrestleMania. Kid Rock performs. All of a sudden, not the non-god, but the man will crank up his motorcycle as Kid Rock gets about three verses into American Badass and rides to the ring, crowd goes crazy, gets in the ring and pulls Cena out of the fourth row or wherever he's planted, and they have an impromptu match, not against the dead man, against the real man, the American Badass. Not a classic, not long, but a spectacle of two of the biggest stars in the history of the industry on one of the biggest stages. And Cena does the job for the American Badass, who finally, legitimately, permanently retires from pro wrestling as a winner. Yeah, I'm okay with that if that happens. I think Kid Rock being there is too coincidental. And uh that that I looked I look I read between the lines of that promo where he said, You're not a god, you're not even a man. So No, there again, if if they don't do it, they're not like they're not they're not I mean, mind you they never do. They're not looking hard enough at what they could do if they don't at least consider that route. Maybe that right. maybe that means they won't do it, but they should have. I mean, that's something they should have thought of at least. But like I said, this is WWE, so who knows? Uh, all right, Nate, we got one to go, and then we can wrap it up so you can hit the sack, big man. All right. Lesnar reigns. I don't know. I I I like Roman as a worker. He's a, he's a good hand. I just I'm in that legion of people that just think he would just be so much better if they just let him turn heel. Uh, that's a fact. I assume that Lesnar is off to as soon as his contract is up is gone. Uh, contract is up around this time of year. Um, I think, yeah, that's I think my understanding. Could, I don't know the exact date. And I, I know this is your spot, so I shouldn't be doing a run-in. That's but all right. So we, we if, assume he's going to walk, that he's done, at least yeah. for a year anyway. So what else do you do? I mean, you, you pretty much got to – Roman's got to go over, and God, you know, if they're smart, they at least do it in a way where they can at least think about examining that heel turn. You know, maybe he's not quite this stone cold baby faced, and maybe he's not quite this stone cold heel, but he's he's kind of Austinish, maybe. Although I don't know if he can pull that off, but I don't know. I mean, he's he's they've got to let. I mean, they can't let Brock keep the title. That's all uh, he thumbs has up, to lose. Thumbs up. Thumbs up rating too. Um, if they get a disinterested Brock Lesnar, that match could suck. And he's been known. I mean, at what wrestle? When was it? Was it him and Goldberg? That was such a stinger. Yeah. I mean, he has, he a, has a rep. Yeah, he has a reputation for if he thinks he's done for not bringing it. So I wouldn't be at all surprised if it's a, uh, at best a, a, a closed fist match. Okay. Um. In pro wrestling, there are certain things that are guaranteed. Um, one, Hogan must pose. Yeah, I'm straight. Two, two, never give up. John Cena. Roman wins at Mania this time. It's going to be another. It, the match. 
could be could be a thumb up, could be a thumb in the middle. Um, if Roman doesn't win, then hell, who beats Lesnar? It's got to be Roman. Well, um, be. Uh, when do they beat him? I mean, it's got to be Roman has to go over, and the it is his fourth year in a row main eventing at WrestleMania. And the second one of him winning a title. And everybody and their brother has saw this match coming for a while. And Roman's a good worker. Just don't like the way they booked him and the way they have booked him. Uh, nothing against him. If they booked me like that, I'd do the same thing he's doing. Um, Lesnar. Yeah, you cashed the, cashed the check, baby. Lesnar and Roman had their match at 31. It was okay. Not amazing, but it was all right. Um, no surprises, no nothing. Roman slays the beast. This is we've been building to this for a while. Okay. Um, uh, one caveat I can say uh, about the contract: who knows the exact date? So, if they're going to do any kind of swerve or there's any kind of miscommunication or Lesnar holding them up or whatever, they could do it the next night, but I doubt it. <clears throat> so that said, um, Dana has officially announced he's coming back. He didn't say when he's probably not allowed to say that legally. Um, so therefore I don't see any fucking split contracts between UFC and WWE. I see Brock's made up his mind. Um, so the title will change. Uh, I hope to God they don't put this match on last because, like Tim said, it will have not as much of an obvious tone, but an obvious tone of some level that Brock's leaving, so why get why get invested or give a fuck? Um, I think Brock's a little more mature other than that thing with Ambrose, who he had no respect for. But otherwise, he's been somewhat professional as far as selling for people and getting doing stretcher jobs and shit. So I think he will uh, sort of respect Roman and, and give him a little bit of a decent match. And Roman Reigns, much to a chorus of boos, will hold the title. And if they end it that way, it will be really bad... Uh, uh, what do you call that? Match That's, order, but there's another term yeah, in wrestling. They, hopefully, they learned uh, from last year when they when they did end it that way, and it was kind of like, you know, you want WrestleMania to end with the pop, not with a the pop. Crowd. Yeah, apparently so, not. Apparently uh, not. It should though. Past two I years, they don't. Been, it was Roman. Past two years, Roman won the title at 32, and he beat Taker at 33. They don't care. Yeah, but they've been, it's all about they've been trying to get them all. Okay, well, I'm not saying they care. I'm just saying it's how they should end it. It should end well, the it. Thing is everybody there's, goes there's, home happy. There's no... Well, uh, what the fuck did they just do no, to me? Well, last year there was the... At least Taker got his moment to sit up. They stayed on the air for well, however many minutes till he put his shit down. Then he stopped on the ramp. So that was the last impression to get away from the Roman impression. There's nothing they can do when, when Roman wins over Lesnar except put over Roman. There's no, like, uh, thank you, Brock, or anything. So um, No. 
if they put this on last, they're really fucking stupid. And uh, my thumbs up will be one because I don't think they can have a bad match, but there's no shot if you know the finish that it can be a good match. So one thumbs up. Uh, Reigns, new champion. Monday, new new directions, hopefully, for everybody. Yeah, because who my question was going to be is, okay, if Reigns goes over, which we all admit he pretty much has to, who is his next, uh, who's his opponent going to be? Who's, who's his run again? Uh, no, I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't either. That's why I'm kind of wondering, like, okay, so they let him win. All right, to what end? Where where are they going with his victory? Maybe they don't know. I, I, that's what I mean. That's I really, just I, re- I really think, I really think they have such blinders on about Saudi Arabia and like fifteen days or whatever after. But they don't care. They'll just fucking, they'll just have him do interviews and get booed until Saudi Arabia is over, and then they'll find a new opponent. I don't know. Jinder Mahal. They haven't. They haven't even begun to think about that. All they're worried about is making sure. I I think they're more worried about let's get Roman the title again at Mania, and let's you know. God damn it! This time it's going to work. Yeah, you know. Oh, oh, I I heard. Go ahead. Remind me to go back. I heard Pritchard say once that Vince McMahon. And this was on his podcast. He said that Vince McMahon, if he gets an idea in his head and everybody disagrees with it, even if, and, and it doesn't work, he is going to do his best to prove everybody wrong. And I feel like that's yeah, what this is saying. It's what he's always done. It's he's going to be a success, really. I, I neglected not a big part, but I, I had uh, I think <clears throat> I think two people were on this line about that women's match, and I forgot a, a, a essential part of of it is that Carmella will cash in the money in the bank um, to a prone like uh, some deal where. Uh, Oscar will choke her out, but it'll be like just coming from uh, getting figure forward with that fucking thing that Charlotte does or something. And she'll she'll really. cash in think she'll cash in thinking that she uh, she can break the streak and win the title. And Oscar on one leg will reverse some shit and choke her out too, <laughs> and she will relinquish the the deal. Carmella but goes I do to the think ring she will pins, try to cash in. Pins the wrong girl. Something fucked up, but she will try to cash in too. I could see that. Well, they almost got to use that up. They've been they've been teasing that for fucking ever. I mean, they're almost back around to the time when the next match comes for the for the new one. They they pretty much got to use it here, I would think. Well, they basically by having her keep it this long and not doing anything with her, uh, they basically realized, oh god, we fucked up. Yeah, yeah, that's almost a we we don't really she's not ready to be the champion or can't do anything with it, so we don't let her cash in. You could you could see that to being where those is one of those ones where just one day they just stop talking about it. Yeah. Um, so this this show was uh, probably longer than WrestleMania will be tomorrow. But did either of you guys not check out on the uh, 
<laughs> did either of you check who won the main event and how it went? Oh, and no, what I, the I didn't. Was? Sorry, yeah. What was this? What was this thing? With our friend Ian, with our friend Ian Riccoboni, uh, who was nice enough to come on our program as a great guy, uh, working there. My friend Carrie Silking, uh, former owner. I think we should at least give the main event a look to see the Supercard of Honor, which ran the same time as NXT. I know some of the other results, but um, we can get into that. ROH Supercard of Honor, 17 results. (coughs) Excuse me, hold on. Um, We have. What did you want to know? Kenny Omega versus Cody was supposed to happen tonight. Good Lord. I'm sure things went over. I don't know. I'll get there. I just got to keep. Cody Rhodes defeats Kenny Omega. Well, I'm glad I didn't put any money on it. Um, to say any anything like this was an Cody goes match. for the crossroads, only to have Omega push them both into the corner, lays out the ref. Young Bucks come out, debate who to superkick, decide on Cody, and accidentally kick Kenny instead. Cody hits Crossroads for the win. It's actually really good uh, booking there. Um, so, interesting booking. Uh, as there. little as I follow that, the Bucks have been tweeners because they're friends with Kenny and the Golden Lover deal, and Cody's trying to be that heel leader and swaying the Bucks and tricking the Bucks, so... I'd actually like to see that, so I'll say something positive and say that's good. I'd like to. I think Cody uh, overrates himself. He's been saying on, he's been going on a rampage on Twitter saying he's like the best in the world, and that's why I was interested in if there was any comments about whether it's a five star match or not, or something like that. Uh, yeah, not in this, but Cody's still the same worker to me. He's improved on the mic because he just says what he wants. And his look is better with blonde hair, but I don't see him being, uh, you know, in the conversation of an AJ style. Yeah. But the thing I thought was more interesting that had nothing to do with this was uh, Harry Smith throwing hot coffee on the Jake Roberts at WrestleCon. Did you, yeah. Did you get? Did anybody get confirmation on that being a shoot? Uh, I don't I know. I haven't that. heard anymore. It seemed kind of hokey to me, but. You know, Jake, if he's back on the sauce, he could have said your fucking father was a pussy. According you know, to just... Robert, yeah, according to Smith, Roberts refused to apologize to him for a disparaging comments he made about his father. Uh, Smith confronted Roberts at his table. Roberts declined the conversation, so and it went from there. He offered mm-hmm. to step outside and settle their issues. Roberts told Harry to fuck off. At this point, Smith grabbed a hot cup of coffee and threw it in his face. Wow. So, if that's if that's was, a shoot and that's a hot cup of coffee. Uh, if, if, that's, uh, if that happened where they said it happened, there's got to be video of that somewhere. I don't see any here, but somebody had to have captured that on a cell phone. Well, if for some reason there is no video, then it's a guaranteed shoot. Um, then one has to wonder even more, yeah. So, not on my Harry, McGregor. If I'm a 60 year old broken down Jake Roberts, no, I would have said whatever he wanted to. I would have said whatever yeah. he wanted to hear. 
if he's coming to defend his deceased father with all his fighting ability. Yeah, that's not a brave move. But (laughs) Nate Smith, Nate Bush, check out. You're tired. Mm -hmm. Go to bed. Last comment on that. Last last comment before you go. Um, I downloaded the Twitch app, and I think House of Hardcore was on. I think I can watch it. Um, Yeah. A replay or something. So if Smith is in the corner of our new buddy Lance uh, Hoyt, Archer, whatever they call him now, um, then we'll know a little more whether the reality, because he'd be, that's criminal charges if he legitimately threw hot coffee on him. You'd think so. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Uh, It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, I wish cooler heads would have prevailed there, but what can you do? I need Nate to stay. I need Nate to stay up for one more pervert thing, um, and he sure. might not even share it. He, he might not even share it because he's 28 and I'm 48 and Tim's 50. Uh, you know, I, I look at the Instagram videos, and on Bourbon Street last night was a weird mix. Tori Wilson's always been a favorite, so she had on her page it was her, Gail Kim, Candace Michelle. TNA Rebel, who I love, if you ever see her in person, you'll understand why. And Christy Hemme, who looked shockingly, like, hot and just almost died delivering quintuplets. Literally six months ago, she had quintuplets, and there was fear that she and the kids all might die at one point, which is weird to me that she's out looking hot with... Quintuplets and other kids, I think, too. But anyway. Gotta pay the bills, um, baby. Tori Wilson and fucking TNA Rebel, on, I think it was the first time they ever met, probably through Gail Kim. And Gail Kim, you know, she's hot, too. But Tori and Rebel, boy. Woo! Boy, I'd like I to like drink that Scott, burger. how hot is Gail Kim, Scott? Ah, uh, no, Scott, Scott, I'm not letting Scott through. Oh, she's a chick, though, right? Uh-huh. So maybe not quite as hot as. Yeah. And she, but she's a good worker, so Scott, and and she's Asian, so Scott might like her. But um, you know, at the end of the day, are you, in, uh, are you interested in some jumbo Zaruta? Yeah. Uh, well. Would you like them jumbo? Jumbo shrimp, yeah. as they say. At the end yeah. of the day, yeah. boys. It doesn't matter. All of them women are fine. Yeah, there's no uglies in there anywhere. None yeah, that couldn't come and sit in my living room and talk to me. I know that much. Oh, and Kelly, 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 uh, Victoria, and I think Tori joined them. But Kelly, Kelly looked the drunkest and the easiest to get by her grinding and well, she's, overall she's uh, cool, she's fresh you know. like the forest so she's looking to she's looking for a man probably she looked like she wanted to do something and yeah, then Ally Impact had the, the uh Ally Impact had the camera Instagram camera on her crew from TNA at that table with Zack Ryder's girlfriend the very lovely Laurel Van Ness with now black hair but still look kind of slutty and hot and uh, the other one, Sienna, who I don't like that much as far as physical. You know, 
Nothing says I love a girl more than slutty and hot. Yeah, awesome. And uh, the the one that wears the one that wears the face makeup looked very hot too, and she's got sneaky nice tits. What's her name? Uh, Rosemary. (laughs) Sneaky nice tits. Okay, you're gonna have to explain that a little bit for me. Well, she never she put over the monster gimmick and never showed anything. But recently on uh-huh, CNA right. or whatever it's called now, oh, okay. she's she's wore a low cut blouse Impact. and now, yeah, and also breaking huh. news: Alberto Del Jerkoff didn't show up That's probably right. because probably yeah he got fired from Impact, probably fired from everywhere because Paige's brothers who want to kick his ass were in New Orleans all weekend and actually worked did you, for a couple shows. Did you see her at the? Uh... I, I don't know if it was the Hall of Fame thing or the Access thing. By God, did she look hot! Oh my! She's been yeah. I've been following her page too. She's uh. Oh my lord! She, she called herself British. something. She called her. She actually called herself Lindsay Lohan. She was walking she with a camera and she's like, she's like, oh, Adam Coe. I'm, I'm, I'm Lindsay Lohan. She found. Yeah. She found Adam Cole and she's like. Where, where are you signing that access? What time? And he, he's like, I think five or something. And she's like, oh, no. Oh, no. They always have an R, the English people. Anyway. Um, oh, no is oh, no. Um, so, oh, no, she said, and Adam Cole split with her and went his way. And she said, come see me. Come to my line. I can't wait to hug you. Like, so she's probably real fucking cool to me. I am a tasty bit of crumpet. And you yes, know it because is. you've seen my videos. Yes, I have. You've seen my videos and you know what I'm capable of doing. Two of I you. can't think of anybody else that pops out <laughs> in my brain that I saw looking real hot and slutty this weekend, but Trish Stratish and them were there and slutty. looking good. I don't, know why. I don't know why hot and slutty makes me pop, but it does. Hot and slutty. <laughs> Fucking like bu- bu- Bubba, all six hundred pounds of them. Really, you know, they've been together four years, but I've I've tried to be in denial about it. And he called Velvet Sky the future Miss Dudley in his Hall of Fame speech. So oh, I gotta just chalk that one up as a never gonna get. Well, you know, you gotta hope that that's like the typical celebrity move, and they uh, they actually they're together for a while, and then they actually do get married, and six months later, it's over. Because they were better off not being married. Uh, Although I don't know if you can bang, I don't know if you can bang anything that's banged up, Bubba. I don't know if you can. uh, Certainly tainted, but she—if you look at some vintage pictures of her where there's very little on, she is smoking. Well, I tell you, for sure, she's got to go get blood tests before I I slam that. I tell you that much. Fair point, gentlemen. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the TR and Tim Man Milk Minute, brought to you by the good <laughs> friends at WowFreeCam.com. Yeah, well, Check you them know, out. if this is exciting you in any way, shape, or form, that's where you should be going now. Exactly. exactly. Because it's a hell of a gentlemen, website. Hell of a website. Gentlemen, work comes early in the morning. You guys be good. <laughs> I will see you guys and talk to you guys later. All right, brother. That's it for Love Nate Bush. Love you, boys. Later. Later. Poor Nate Bush. That man works too much. 
Yeah, I mean he's got the uh, he's got a lot of plates. He's got the early spinning, gears, boy. Say. And he's what? not a. I can tell he he's not really a night guy either, like you, where you get tired for a little bit, and then you get your second wind, and then you're good. Yeah, I mean I can you're go. Good for, you're good for morning. hours again. Yeah, I'm the same yeah. way. Like if I stay up, well, what are you now? It's what twenty after two there. Yeah, roughly. Okay, so you're at what? You got like you do another half an hour and you're up till five thirty probably. Eh? I'm gonna be up late and I shouldn't be because I gotta do some shit, you know. But Sunday it is and it's not. I can't really get a lot of the stuff done until Monday yeah, anyway. I was gonna say uh, most most shit is closed on Sunday, so. Of course, I I would never reveal my salary from this very lucrative job at Wide Men Can't Jump, but uh, I meant to tell <laughs> Nate that. I meant to t- tell Nate that the treasurer's office uh, uh, check came today, and it came very it handy. It's yeah, good that our it treasurer came is, is uh, doing what the president of the company, which is me, like uh, because I have no real power. I'm I'm, I'm Jack Tunney, president. Uh, <laughs> that, that, well, it's that kind of funny. Are being. What's kind of funny to me is that one of those goobers attacked him, probably thinking it was me because. Why would you Probably. attack a Why would you attack a wide man can't jump guy from West Virginia who likes the T wolves about the process? But he said he had to uh, delete somebody or block somebody because they were harassing him about us having five listeners or something. It's kind of ironic on a day where I got um, a paycheck from doing this uh, silly also, thing that we do. I also thought that comment sounded very like someone who we don't talk about anymore. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The whole, that's why, you I, only that's why I asked. Yeah. You only got this many right. viewers. That sounds exactly like you know who. That's uh, why I asked the screen name and if he looked into it and stuff like that. And You know, I, I need screenshots of people like that so I'll know if they're pre-existing. Yeah, I know Nate. Nate kind of likes to, I guess maybe because he's younger and he's full of piss and vinegar because he's a younger guy. He likes to poke him back. But you really, you don't win. You can't win, even if you're right, oh, well, which you guys, yeah, which you guys not, are in it, that whole thing. But, you know, he, wants to, he wants to dig back at him a bit, and it's it's pointless. Yeah, I mean, you're you're kind of losing uh, the battle just by being in the battle with the less intelligent. Um, Usually, so. well, you can't fight a battle with an unarmed man. Yeah. And if it's intelligence we're working with, that, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, you've you've been on the, you know, what used to be the forums, and you've been on the Facebook pages and seen these guys who, uh, you know, I saw one the other day where the guy just, you know, two guys going to war over who was the better worker, and it's just like, dude, it's all fake. <laughs> yeah. Does anybody let you guys know that it's not real? Yeah, it matter. Yeah, and even and even if it wasn't, there's no way of knowing whether uh, Ric Flair in 1983 was a better worker than this guy in 1962 and this guy in 1949 and all this stuff. And does it does it even matter? Not really. I mean, I guess you can you can talk about it constructively, but you know, I'm gonna you're a fucking idiot because you think that the Flair Steamboat uh, match in uh, Minneapolis wasn't as good as the Flair Steamboat match in. Uh, you know Tennessee. I mean, fucking who gives two shits? Really, like like it. But yeah, there was some yeah, shit going the on. Only, wrestling fans are the weirdest group of people ever. Only, but now secondary 
uh, in a close second is process people. Um, process people are the second most weird I've ever encountered in any type of. Well, they weren't like, I mean, okay, like, you know, that I'm not invested in that the way you guys are, but even I'm reading it and going, okay, part of this are you guys not grasping. Like, are you too stupid to grasp the concept entirely? And that's why you don't understand it. What, what is there to argue? Nothing. That's part of it. That's part of it. I think, um, they don't really know, know what the fuck. Or that they somehow think that um, to be a fan, you have to be for that. Um, I don't not, know if they think Nate, you're not really a fan. I don't think I don't know if they think Nate's I me guess. or Nate's Nate, but on the wide men page. But um, you know, little do they know their their fearless leader Spike and I are kind of old buddies. I like Spike. He just I don't know if he's working just to fuck with his dad and. But it's worked for him because he's got like he's got literally a thousand or more minions that follow his uh, hinky fandom, I mean, trust the process garbage. I mean, I know, and that. he's made he's made money off these idiots, and they're they like I said, they have seven followers, four followers, three followers, nine followers, and they all follow him. And he'll say something like the process worked, and they'll retweet it, and then they'll argue with everybody else. And that, like wrestling weirdos, they argue to the point where they want to fight or they want to uh, sabotage their account. <laughs> I'm gonna, you're all you're, you're stupid, and we're gonna, you know, some of the stuff they said was just like, good lord, I mean, it's just a game, guys. I mean, I know you guys love it. I mean, I love hockey too, but good lord, I'm not gonna spend my days fighting with some idiot who swears up and down that this draft pick was better than that one. I mean, whatever. I mean, if that's what you think, fine. I, I don't mind you thinking it. But this is a little bit different. We're, this is not a subjective look. look. It's, it's a factual look at who picked whom and where those guys are now. And it's quite simply, I mean, you can't give a guy – like even for the draft picks, well, you know, well, thanks for him. You know, for with him we got uh, Fultz. Okay, well, what's Fultz done? Nothing so far. I mean, he could turn out to be all right. Or he was did he, he games he, and headbutted Joe Allen. Or you know, or he made the he made the trade that got him the Simmons draft pick, but he didn't pick Simmons. No, he didn't, and he wouldn't have. So and they know it deep inside if they have any knowledge. I mean, that's like saying in uh, whatever sport. Um, you made a trade in, uh, I don't know what the years were, but you made a trade in 1992 and got your team a first-round draft pick four years later. Uh, and in those four years, LeBron James came along and your team picked LeBron, J- LeBron James after, three years after you were out of the franchise. Well, you don't get credit yeah. for that. That's exactly <laughs> you know, what it that's, is. Yeah, you know, you lucked into that, that there was somebody turned up two years later that was worth picking. That could have just as easily to, went I'm, the other way. I'm, I'm trying to think of a famous. Uh, I, I can't do it in hockey because I'll fuck it up. But let's just go football because that's something we both know. Um, let's say Dallas. Um, it's 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 a stretch, but it is equally as stupid as say Dallas wins the uh, Super Bowl. God forbid next year. Oh, um, what a beautiful year it would be. It would it would be like me 